Hello, and welcome to the Emmy Awards. I'm your host, Emmy Cardinale. This is my podcast where I talk about what I've been watching or re-watching once a week. Um, few housekeeping things out of the way. This episode is not out at my usual time. I usually record on Wednesdays or Thursdays and release on Fridays. But this episode, if you can tell by the title because you clicked on it, is a deep dive episode by episode recap review sharing my thoughts of Yellow Jackets season one. Um, and I started my rewatch later than I should have. And it takes me a hot minute because I, I take notes, I pause, I try to get all my thoughts out. Um, I come prepared for these deep dives since I'm doing like a plot by plot recap analysis, whatever you want to call it. Mike's Mike is my inspiration. If you've ever watched his Pretty Little Liars um, videos, he is what inspired me to turn this podcast into a TV thing. So that's kind of the inspiration I like to, plus I, I listen to a lot of like recap podcasts for, for The Bachelor, for other shows, and I really like that format of listening to somebody recap it and then share their thoughts and all of that. So that's what I like to do on these deep dives. In my other episodes, I just kind of ramble. But all that to say, the prep took me a little bit longer than I had anticipated and I started too late, yada, yada, yada. Um, so I'm recording this literally at like, it's nearly midnight. It's like 11.50 on Saturday evening. I'm going to try to edit this right after I finish recording and get it out tomorrow early afternoon like I normally do, just like at my regular time, just two days late. But it might be out in the evening if I fall asleep before I finish editing because I don't know how long this is going to take me to record, let alone edit it. Um, I've been doing a lot of minimal editing in general because the editing used to take me a long time for these podcasts and I have a full-time job now and I just don't have time. I'm also fostering kittens right now named after Yellow Jackets characters and they're great. They're wonderful. They're going to be up for adoption before I know it. Um, but all that to say, I have a lot going on and, um, part of the reason that this episode is late is because I went to the airs tour last weekend and, Honestly, I, it took me a couple days to recover. Not because I was sick. I'm luckily not sick. I just hate traveling. I really hate traveling. Um, and yeah, it just it took me a couple days to get back into my routine. I'm not good when I'm pulled out of my routine. So uh, yeah, all, all of that housekeeping stuff. Um, Timeline-wise, for the next few episodes, what they're going to look like, episode 31, which is next week's episode, which will be out Friday, hopefully. Um, if everything goes going to, according to plan, nothing goes awry in my life, that'll be out Friday. Will be a final thoughts on the Vanderpump season 10 reunion. I'm not going to do a point by point recap. I'm just going to, once all of the reunion since re the third part of the reunion will air on Wednesday, I'm going to just maybe rewatch the episodes and take some notes or just, I I'll come with notes, but it's not going to be like a recap since it's just the reunion, but that's next week. Um, I'm taking a week off and then, or like a week break from Yellow Jackets. And then the next episode 32 will be a season two deep dive recap similar to this one. I just, I need a week in between so I can like properly 
take my time rewatching because it, it took me longer than I anticipated. And I ended up like watching six episodes on Thursday and I finished my rewatch at like midnight. And I, I just, I didn't have the energy to record this. And then the next few days I, I have work. I, I work. So I, I didn't have the energy. And now I'm finally getting this out partially because I promised my sister that this episode would be out Sunday. And I, if I don't record it today, it won't be out Sunday at all. So I'm doing this for you, Eugenia. I love you. So those are some like housekeeping stuff. If this is your first episode that you are listening, welcome. All of my social media is linked in the description. If you want to follow me wherever you listen to podcasts, all of that. If you follow my social media, I give updates um, there on general stuff of like when I'm going to be late and stuff. I tweeted that this episode was going to be late. Um, I also post on TikTok about the kittens I'm fostering. So if you are in the LA area and you're looking to foster kittens and you like yellow jacket or adopt kittens and you like yellow jackets, maybe check out my TikTok. Keep an eye out for when they're up for adoption. They have to get spayed and neutered first, but yeah, all that good stuff. Okay, so a few disclaimers before I for, before I jump straight in. Yellow Jackets does deal with like heavy. If you've never watched the show and you're listening to this, to maybe gauge if you want to watch the show, it does deal with. It does touch on cannibalism. It is a show that is very heavy on the trauma. It's very centered on the trauma. The trauma is like the biggest part of the story. I'm going to say trauma a lot in this recap, review, all of that. So viewer discretion is is advised, all of that. Um, yeah. Um, okay. So Yellow Jackets opens with a girl running through the woods. It's winter. And um, she falls into, she seems scared. She's clearly, she is clearly running from something. Somebody's chasing her and she falls into a trap. She's impaled. And this scene of the wilderness and somebody running is intercut a few times throughout the pilot. As the pilot goes on during other scenes, we see glimpses into this ritual, hunt, whatever it is. We don't really have insight on what it is yet. You're just in the pilot. The cannibalism is implied. It's just, it takes a while for for you to see how the cannibalism actually happens in the show. We see somebody in a mask, like looking down at her body. She is impaled. She's wearing a heart necklace. And then it Cuts to interviews about the Yellow Jackets plane going down from like um, from staff, etc. And we find out or we see that the person interviewing them is Jessica Roberts, whose name we don't get yet. But she it kind of opens with all these people from the school, like the principal being like they were we like we start getting pieces of the story from these interviews. A plane crash went down. They were headed for nationals. These girls were champions. Um, they didn't care about math. The algebra teacher says, um, like we get glimpses into 
what this whole show is about. It's about a girls' soccer team that crashed, and there's some mystery of what happened when they were out there. Um, And Jessica Roberts is the one interviewing them. Then we flash back to 1996. It shows a time card that says 1996. They're playing soccer. Um, And this happens immediately after the principal who's being interviewed says they were champions. It flashes back to 1996. And the first scene we get of them in 1996 is them playing soccer. Um, They win. They say buzz, buzz, buzz. Something they say often. Um, We then we, we find out it's New Jersey. They like, you know, sorry, I'm a disaster. So we find out it's New Jersey and then we see Jackie and Jeff, this is still in the 1996 timeline, hooking up in Jackie's bedroom. We see Jackie has the necklace on, the necklace that we saw the girl who died in the beginning wearing. So it's like, is Jackie going to die? What is with this necklace, et cetera, et cetera. Um, it's the beginning of the mystery of the necklace. Shauna is waiting in her car to pick Jackie up for school. And she sees Jeff climbing down Jackie's window. She clearly looks upset. Um, they're driving to school and Jackie's talking about the color scheme for their college dorm room. She's like, we're going to Rutgers. Like, this is what our room will look like in Rutgers, et cetera, et cetera. Um, Jackie and Shauna talk about Jackie and Jeff not having sex yet. And um, because Shauna's like, what about no, what did, what happened to no distractions before nationals? And then like, she talks about Jeff and she's like, I'm still making him wait. Like if we're each other's first, we'll be tied to each other forever. And then Shauna says, Jeff's a virgin. And Jackie says, yeah, we've been together since freshman year. And Shauna is like, you've broken up a million times. And Jackie says, never long enough to count. <laughs> they drive by the sign at the school that says something about the men's baseball team or something. Like, And Jackie's really mad because she's like, they, they barely place. We're going to nationals. And she yells out her window, we're going to motherfucking nationals. Um then it cuts to present day Shauna, which is 2021, because that's when the show season one aired. 2021 Shauna. Um, she's in her daughter's room, enjoying herself. Um, very creepy. Not I, I like Shauna, but I hate the scene of hers. And Melanie Linsky has said that like later in the season, like they had written something about like her sneaking her daughter's lingerie and she was like can we not make this a thing of my character that she I don't know I think it's supposed to open with Shauna clearly being stunted because she's like enjoying herself while looking at a photo of her daughter's boyfriend and it's supposed to be like Shauna is still stunted in high school but I do like that Melanie Linsky was like it gets kind of creepy anyway so we're not going to keep going down that route but that's the first introduction we have to Shauna um then Shauna is outside. She's looking at her, um, she's looking at her like garden that was like just like eaten by rabbits. And Jessica Robert approaches her. Shauna's like, leave me alone. I don't do interviews. Um, she's like, they talk a little bit and she gives her a basic rundown, which is the plane crashed, a bunch of my friends died, the rest of us scavenged and hunted and prayed until they found us 19 months later. Um, 
Jessica Roberts, like, you know, there's more to the story. She doesn't want to say. Um, we see a U.S. Weekly article or a U.S. Weekly magazine with a, like a little article. So clearly this has been talked about. Like it's a it's a known story. Jessica tries to sell her a book deal and she's like, I'm not talking. And then she says, what if I told you that the others were interested? And Shauna was like, I wouldn't believe you. She's like, so you do keep in touch. And she's like, no. So we are starting to get glimpses into like the dynamic of the group. Like, do they still keep in touch? Some of them, Shauna is acting like they don't. They clearly, if they don't, maybe talked about not talking about what happened out there. Like maybe when they were rescued, they like agreed never to talk. I don't really know. Um, it's an interesting kind of way that, and contrast to the first introduction we have the girls is they're a team, they're champions, they're like, you know, going to nationals. And now 25 years later, like, do they even keep in touch? They don't want to talk about anything. Like, it, it's very interesting. You start getting the juxtaposition of the past and the present. Then we see Natalie in rehab. Um, and while she's meditating, we see glimpses of them in the wilderness. They drag the girl who fell in the pit's body. Um, there's like a shot of them dragging her body with like blood going down her hair. And like this whole scene of the girl falling into the pit, that starts the show. But the cannibalism scenes are like scattered throughout, which I already said. But sorry for repeating myself. <laughs> Anyways, Um Natalie is like in group therapy in group therapy and she talks about how she used to think that everything they did out there and they saw out there that that's why she fell down the road she did of, of doing a lot of drugs and having a lot of sex but she thinks that it's actually because she lost her purpose after they were rescued she lost her purpose and she thinks that she can find it now and then we see young Natalie. Um, she's like drinking with some of her friends. This guy, Kevin. And I don't know if Natalie's other friend has a name because I swear we never hear of him again. But Kevin is there. And because Kevin comes back later. But and some guys roll in a car, call her a burnout. She throws the bottle that she's drinking at them and runs. Um, then they're in the locker room singing and dancing, preparing for the game, um, scrimmage, practice. I, I don't know anything about soccer. <laughs> I know nothing about soccer. Jackie is drawing a bee on Allie's cheek. Um, and Allie is upset about missing the dance. I don't know if it's homecoming or prom. I don't really know. She's, like, kind of mean about, <laughs> like, Van's like, it's okay. Like, don't worry about it. And, like, she's like, She's like, well, you don't have a date. You don't get it, Van. <laughs> um, then Allie leaves and Lottie's like, somebody should tell her that she should worry more about fucking up nationals like she almost did states. Um, she doesn't want to worry about it. And Ty is there and Ty's like, Thaisa is like, I, Thaisa's like, don't worry, that won't happen. So we start seeing Thaisa's dynamic of like, Take, being a leader, taking things into her own hands, et cetera, et cetera. Then we see Coach Martinez talk to Jackie in his office, and he's talking about how 
he chose her to be team captain, not because she's the fastest or the best player or anything like that, but because she has the most influence. Um, Jackie Taylor would be an influencer in today's day and age, RIP. Um, um, yeah, okay. Sorry. Then we see them, they're going out to the pep rally. Um, and we see Misty. She's the equipment ma- manager. This is the first time we meet Misty. Um, she's the equipment manager. She's cheering them on um, when the, they go out to, like, um, it's a really cute scene when they all run out for, like, the pep rally and they cheer them on. And love that scene. And that's when we first see Misty. Um, then we see adult Shauna. She's playing along to Jeopardy, and she's, like, slaying. She's so good. Like, she's so smart. Um, like, she's she's so smart. And while she's watching Jeopardy, an ad for Thaisa's um, Senate race campaign pops up. And she says, I want to lead New Jersey out of the wilderness. Now, what the hell is up with that, Thaisa? What the hell is up with that? Like... That's weird. And Shauna burns the thing she's ironing. She was ironing while she was playing along to Jeopardy. Um, Very, you know, suburban housewife activities. We're getting that this is Shauna's life. You know, we see her ironing. We see her doing laundry. This is like the main thing we're introduced to with Shauna in the beginning. Like everything, for the most part, that she does when she's doing things in the first few episodes. It's like in her house. Um, cooking, et cetera, et cetera. So she was ironing and she burns it when she hears, when she sees Thaisa's campaign. So clearly there's some tension there. Um, then it cuts to adult Thaisa and her family at a photo shoot for like a magazine to promote her Senate race. And I think, I don't know if her wife or somebody says you're the queer Kamala. Maybe it's her campaign manager. I don't know if her wife would say that. But anyways, she's she's married um, to her wife, Simone, and they have a son, Sammy. They're all taking a photo. Then we see young Ty and Natalie arguing because Ty has a plan to make sure that Allie doesn't mess up nationals by freezing her out. Um... Lottie's torn. She's like, I don't really know if it's a good idea. Natalie's like, we should play as a team. Shauna agrees with Ty and is like, Jackie won't like it. So Ty's like, don't tell Jackie. So they they decide not to tell Jackie, but to, you know, freeze Ali out so she can't mess up. Ty's reasoning is she can't mess up if she doesn't get the ball. Then... They're at the scrimmage. Laura Lee wants to pray beforehand. This is the first introduction we get of Laura Lee and kind of like her main personality trait being that she's religious. No no hate to Laura Lee. Um, they're playing and Ty like switches teams in the scrimmage. And I don't know if it's Shauna, but somebody's like, what are you doing? And she's like, if, if we can't freeze her out, like she has to learn how to play under pressure. So... Ty's being somewhat aggressive with her. I don't really, not on purpose. I don't know if it's on purpose. I mean, she doesn't, she like slides and she breaks Ali's leg. It's like, whatever. Obviously she wasn't breaking her leg on purpose, but she was trying to get Ali to be able to be better uh, at soccer. Again, I don't know anything about soccer. Thank God this show 
they play soccer like at the beginning and that's it because I don't know anything about soccer not that I know anything about the rest but I feel like anyways um anyways we cut back to adult Shauna again she's in the kitchen doing her adult Shauna thing um and we meet her daughter Callie and we find out that Shauna's husband and Callie's dad is working late but we don't find out who this is yet I wrote down his name because I already know who it is, but we don't know who she's married to yet. We haven't found that out. Um, so I, I won't reveal it yet. And then it cuts back to young Shauna and Jackie. They're getting ready for a party. And Shauna's like, this feels kind of like morbid considering that Ali is like injured. Um, and she's like, it's tradition. Like there's nothing we can do by not fixing it. And this is like probably not that important plot wise but I wrote it down because it stood out to me um Shauna or Jackie says remember when you tried to become a Catholic to Shauna and Shauna says I like the saints they were all so tragic and I don't know why that feels very fitting to the show that that like stood out to me like I wrote it down verbatim because it like I, I don't know the show plants a lot of things, and I'm a Taylor Swift fan, so I feel like I just I pick up on Easter eggs. I don't know if this is an Easter egg, but I really liked it. Like, they were all so tragic. That, that is fascinating. Anyways, um, Jackie tells Shauna that Randy Walsh asked about her. Shauna's, like, mad. She's like, Randy Walsh, of all people. Um... Jackie's kind of telling her what to wear. Like, Shauna keeps trying things on, and she's like, no. And then she's like, wear the red dress. And she's like, I'll wear what I want. But then when we see them at the party, she is wearing a red dress. So it's assumed that she caved to what, you know, Jackie was saying was best for her. Um, Natalie, young Natalie, does LSD. So she's high at this party. Um, Then we see adult Natalie leaving rehab, and she's going to LAX. Um, Shauna, young Shauna is longingly, Jackie and Jeff are dancing and Shauna's like longingly looking at them dancing. She's like drinking. And then Shauna picks a fight with Ty about Ali. She's like, you wanted to do that on purpose, yada, yada, yada. They start like fighting. Um... Natalie, like they, they, it's, it's, it's like they all start kind of arguing because Lord, like they're all like, what are you talking about? Then Natalie's like, it's about Thais's plan, whatever. Like they, they, they start arguing and, um, Jackie rallies them together to fix the problem. Um, she's like, everybody has to go down the line and say nice things about each other. Laura Lee starts out by being like, you're beautiful in the eyes of our Lord. Again, she's just religious her main personality trait um but then they end up like saying nice things about each other it's a very sweet scene like at first it's kind of awkward but then they're able to say things um nat tells lottie that she never talks shit unless people really deserve it and then she says i like your pilgrim pilgrim hat because she's high um there's an interesting scene like in within this scene when they're saying nice things to each other shauna and jackie is like what jackie says to shauna she's like are we okay and shauna's like i don't know you haven't said anything nice about me yet and i found this interesting because 
Jackie mostly insults her. She's like, you have terrible taste. Like she says all these things and obviously they're in jest and she's teasing her and she's like, but I found that interesting that Shauna's like, you haven't said anything nice about me yet. And like most of the things she says are like backhanded compliments, if that. And then at the end, she's like, you know, you're the best friend I've ever had, right? Um, Anyways, then Natalie is high and she's by a fire and she sees Misty, which seems kind of like a throwaway scene, but it becomes important later. And the writers did say they planted that scene from the beginning. So, but it only really becomes important in season two. So um, you'll have to wait two weeks to find out (laughs) or just watch the show. But anyways, um, during the tripping scene and the fire, we also get more glimpses into the cannibalism. Um, yeah. <laughs> Jeff drops Jackie off and um and again when they're when they're dropping like Jackie's like you need like take here it's faster and Jeff's like Sean is on the way and Jackie's like you know I have a curfew and Shauna's like I have a curfew too but like I like Jackie like genuinely no hate to Jackie um like I I think she's a very interesting character but I think it's interesting from the beginning to see the ways in which Jackie did somewhat and I don't think she did it on purpose or like maliciously but I think she did kind of control or mold Shauna into what she thought Shauna should be and maybe it came from a loving place of like wanting Shauna to be the best version of herself but that does come up later when they have tension so I think it's interesting to note but Jeff drops Jackie off and then he's driving Shauna home and Shauna is like pull over Jeff and they start having sex and he's like I thought we weren't doing this again and she's like we're not again so they've done this before it's kind of like and a bit of the way that Shauna was staring at Jeff and Jackie earlier in the episode starts to make sense um then we see adult Shauna she kills a rabbit um in her garden yeah (laughs) then we see family photos and we find out that she married Jeff because we see photos of young Shauna and young Jeff married and then we see adult Jeff and Shauna and Callie in family photos and that's how we find out that she married Jeff um which I do think it was smart to do the reveal after we found out that they were hooking up in 1996 because I think it would have made less sense Um, It would have still been interesting, but I think it was especially interesting to see that they had some kind of affair going on before. But anyways, um, she goes to her closet and she pulls out her journals and a card. She calls a number. Then we, in 1996, the 1996 timeline, we see them all getting ready to go on the plane. Jackie is packing. Nat is smoking in an abandoned bus. Laura Lee is praying. Lottie is alone in like a big dining room, um, taking medication. They zoom in on the medication. It is medication for schizophrenia. I Googled it, um, when I was watching the show, like the first time, because I I think anyways, but yeah. And Misty, (laughs) Misty is like in her backyard watching a rat drown. Um, Van slaps her mom awake. 
because her mom is like drunk passed out she slaps her wake and she's like you have like come on we have to go um ty says bye to her parents and she's like i'm already ready to go we see that she's kind of self-sufficient we see the coach coach martinez and his kids getting ready um and we see shauna reading her acceptance letter to Brown. She was accepted to Brown, which is an important thing to note because at the beginning, Jackie was talking as if they had already decided they were going to go to Rutgers. And now it's like, is Shauna going to go to Brown? Um, Well, I mean, none of them go anywhere because they... (laughs) I mean, okay, whatever. The plane crashes, so... And they're seniors, so it's not like... Anyways, anyways. (laughs) Sorry. Um... But anyways, they're boarding the plane. It's a private plane. And we find out that Lottie's dad paid for it. And she says it's pretty much his only form of parenting. So we're getting more insight into Lottie. Um, We get like little glimpses and insight into all of the characters. Um, But Lottie becomes a more important character later. And she's like my favorite character. So I, I like these little first glimpses into Lottie and her family dynamic um we meet some of the other yellow jackets akila who is junior varsity and amari um the coach gives javi some gum for his ears because they pop on the plane jackie gives shauna some of her mom's medication because she knows that she's anxious during flights and she gives her the heart necklace for good luck um that heart necklace is very important throughout the show. So anytime it's exchanged, I'm going to make note of it. Then we see adult Shauna in a diner meeting with Ty about Jessica Roberts. She's like, somebody's snooping. Um, we promised we wouldn't. Like, she's she's kind of mad at Ty because she's like, we promised we wouldn't say anything and we keep a low profile. Um, yeah. Nat, adult Nat, is at a storage unit and she... There's, like, an old car. There's a rifle in in the, like, thing, whatever. More glimpses into the wilderness cannibalism ritual during this scene. Then we see, uh, this is when we meet adult Misty. She's at a nursing home, which is where she works. Um, not, it's a very interesting, like, interaction she has with her patients and, and stuff. Then we see Nat is watching her from the parking lot. Young Misty in um, the flashbacks of the wilderness ritual removes her mask. So we at least know that young Misty is somewhat of a part of the cannibalism. I mean, they, the ones who live long enough. Be, but we, we know that, that, I mean, we knew that Misty lived. But like, anyways, I think it's an important and interesting choice that Misty is the first person we see unmasked in this ceremony because they're all masked. Even until now, Misty's the only one that we've ever seen take off her mask in that ceremony. Then we see adult Shauna reading through her journals. Um, She has like a lot of them and some of them are stained with blood. She's, you know, reading all about the wilderness and she's clearly upset. And then the episode ends with the plane going down and Shauna waking up to it. Um, And that's where episode one ends. So episode two is called F Sharp. It opens with the plane crashing. Um, Lots of plane crashing in this episode. If plane crashes freak you out, I'd skip a lot of the scenes. 
then we see um, a flashback to Misty in 1992, and she's being bullied on the phone. Like, they're calling, like, she's being prank called, and, like, there's a rumor that she did anal, like, with some guy in the janitor's closet. Like, they're being very mean to her. Um, And she says, opinion is the wilderness between knowledge and ignorance. And she's quoting Plato. But I think, again, anytime they mention the word wilderness, it, like, you know... I make note of it because wilderness is in a very, like when they start talking about the woods and everything, and like, it's always the wilderness. They don't say the woods. They don't say the forest. Like it's always wilderness. So anytime somebody uses the word wilderness, like my ears go up. So opinion is is the wilderness between knowledge and ignorance. Very interesting quote from Plato. Um, The plane has crashed and Misty is like, gung-ho helping people she's like do this do that like she goes straight into problem solving mode helping people van is on fire in the plane and shauna's like we have to help her and then jackie's like it doesn't matter we have to get out like we you're not gonna make it um ty is looking for van when they're out in the wilderness ty's looking for van she's like is has anyone seen van jackie and sean are obviously keeping their mouth shut because they just left van to die um misty vomits and she's looking for ben as as helpful as misty is she did she just throw up at first and she's looking for ben who is their assistant coach who wasn't the pilot but i didn't write anything down for him because he had a very like he was kind of irrelevant peace and love to Ben in the pilot episode. He like literally he has like maybe two lines. He says, Yes, Laura Lee, you can pray when Laura Lee's like cannot say a prayer. And then when Allie breaks her leg, he tells Misty to go get the coach. Um so not trying to ignore him. He just wasn't very relevant. <laughs> ben, the we see that the pilot is dead and the co-pilot. Um Ben, the coach, uh, the assistant coach who I'm just gonna refer to as Ben um has like a wing or some part of the plane on his leg they move it um like a bunch of the girls move it together and his leg is like completely fucked r.i.p to his leg van escapes the plane and ty's super excited to see her and jackie feels awkward anyways misty cuts ben's leg off I guess because it wasn't it, like the the leg was unsalvageable or whatever, but she cuts it off and then she's like ties the wound and she's trying to like I understand her logic, but it's a very upsetting scene when she just chops his leg off. Um, then we see present day Misty and she's on a date. She's talking about things that she likes. Um, she manipulates him to to stay more. Like, he, he's like, oh, I have an early night. But she, like, convinces him to stay more. Again, we're getting glimpses into Misty's whole vibe. Um, yeah. Um, then in the 1996 Misty, we see her um, taking care of everybody. She's going to problem-solving mode. She's like, we have to do this. We have to do that, yada, yada, yada. And somebody's like, how do you know how to do all this? And um, she says she took the Red Cross babysitter like prepare preparation class twice 
um, which is something that the actress Samantha Henratty, I think, I don't know if she added it to the show, but it was like like partially her suggestion because um, like originally it was something like she had just read something passively, but Samantha was like, I think I only I read this like I, I, I don't know if she actually said this. This is hearsay. Um, I lost my train of thought. Why? Did, uh, anyways, um, Ty doesn't want to tell Ben about his leg. Misty goes to tell Ben about his leg because he's like, is my leg okay? And Misty wants to be like, I, I cut it off. Like everything's fine. But Ty's like, don't freak him out. <laughs> like he doesn't need to know that you cut his leg off, which I don't really know how I feel. I, like I, I, I would rather know immediately but I understand like he's in shock like a plane just fell on him they all went like I don't know I see both sides um in the present day 2021 we see Shauna on the phone with Callie um as she's driving and she gets into a fender bender and this is when we meet Adam Arden um then we see Shauna and Jeff in couples therapy and yeah the they talk about like their um they talk about their like fantasies and stuff like that yada 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 um then misty's date drops her off and she convinces him to come inside she's like if you thought i was pretty you would come inside um and when she opens the door Natalie is there and she says hello misty you crazy fucking bitch and misty's date runs off Misty is immediately like, oh, you're here about the postcard. Um, they both got postcards with this mysterious symbol from the wilderness. Um, and they're freaked out about it because obviously something bad happened out there that they don't want people knowing about. Um, Misty's like, I got one too. She's like, how do you know that I didn't like, Nat's like, how do I know that you didn't just send it to yourself? And she's like, I could say the same thing. But Misty has a bunch of files on people. So they go to a bar to talk about it. We found out that Misty is a citizen detective. Um, she also found Travis, who, and Natalie is obviously very, she's like, oh my God, you found Travis. So there's some history there. Um, first time we get some insight. Then we see somebody buys him a drink, and it's Kevin Tan, Natalie's friend from the pilot, who we, we saw young Kevin in the pilot. Um, yeah, he buys them a drink, and Kevin leaves his card for Natalie. Misty takes the card. In the wilderness, we see Javi, Travis's brother, the coaches. The, two, the coach has two sons, Travis and Javi. Javi is the younger one. Javi is looking for his dad. Um, and Nat goes to tell Travis and he's like kind of rude. He's like, she's like, your brother's looking for your dad. And he's like, he fell out of the plane trying to help one of you idiots. And Natalie's like, okay, your brother's still here though. So maybe go help him. <laughs> um, present day Ty, um, missed her kids teacher meeting parent-teacher meeting the teacher's worried about him because apparently he doesn't have many friends and we find out that ty was kind of a loner at his age so it doesn't really matter um ty is like running for senate so she's like very absent parent this season and more so season two 
poor kid is barely in the season too we never hear of sammy after like the second episode of the fr- the second season or something anyways um jeff and shauna have to work on their intimacy he finds out about the fender bender they're like trying to um they're trying to like do fantasies like role play all of that and he notices that she has a phone number written on her arm and that's how he finds out that she was in a fender bender because adam martin wrote his phone number on her arm um which is so silly to me why would you write something on somebody's arm anyways um then in the past jackie thinks van hates her now um and she's like i was just trying to save you to shauna Lottie is looking for her bags, probably for her medication. Laura Lee is looking for her bags and she finds her teddy bear and blood drips on the bear and she looks up and the coach is in a tree. There's a whole debacle of what what they're going to do with the tree. Natalie's like, cut the fucking tree down. Um, Travis goes up to try... They're all like, Travis, don't go up there. He climbs up the tree. The tree branch falls down eventually. And they're like, well, he's definitely dead now. It's very, it's all very sad. Um, Ty, adult Ty gets the postcard um, that we saw that Nat and Misty got. Um, Then she goes upstairs. She's reading to Sammy. And she does shadows with like her hand and like, a flashlight and she does a wolf subconsciously and she starts having a flashback and gets all freaked out um and then she goes to her open her son's curtains and she finds drawings um that seem to be about something that happened in the wilderness because she's very freaked out about it or like and and she asks him why he covered his windows in these drawings and he says so she won't look at me and he's like who and she and he's like the lady in the tree so some mysterious woman is in a tree watching sammy um then shauna is like cooking and adam calls her being like you never came into the auto shop and she's like how do you know and he's like i work at the auto shop and then he asks her out because she's like i can't afford and he's like not even like you can't afford free and she's like free and he's like yeah if you go on a date with me and she's like i'm married um yada 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 shauna kills and and skins a rabbit um because callie didn't defrost the meat which is why she got she was on the phone with callie when she got on the fender bender about the meat and Callie didn't defrost it. So she didn't have meat. So she killed the poor rabbit and skinned it and cooked it. Um, she makes chili that they eat later. <laughs> Family dinner. Young Nat and Travis are having a moment. She gives him the flask. Um, adult Nat then it flashes to adult Nat wanting to find out where Travis is. So this is the first kind of indication that we get that they had some kind of history in the wilderness because they didn't really know each other before the plane crashed. He was just her coach's son. Um, young Nat is making a fire um, while a bunch of them are looking through the plane, covering the bodies. Lottie finds her medication and it's obvious that she has a limited number of medication. There's a fire circle and they're talking about her. Shauna mentions an emergency transmitter. She's like, they'll find us soon. Like the plane has an emergency transmitter. Jackie wants to save corn nuts 
because she's like, well, that might be true, but we should save food just in case. And Van is like mad about it. She's like, you want to save the corn nuts because Jackie didn't want to save her. So, um, somebody says that Ty did Allie a favor by breaking her leg. Um, I think it, oh, Mari said it. Then we see adult Shauna and Jeff revisit the fantasy thing. Um, and it works this time. The first time it was like awkward and they couldn't figure it out, but it works. Yay. Shauna and Jeff. Then in, in 1996, we see Laura Lee say that it's her fault the plane crashed. They're still around the fire circle. And they're like, why? And she's like, she cursed her piano teacher in her head um, because she kept saying F sharp, F sharp, F sharp, which is where the title comes from. Then... Lottie confesses to stealing clothes from TJ Maxx. Jackie confesses to watching a movie when she was younger to see Bruce Willis naked. Um, They're all kind of confessing, like, secrets. And Jackie says, what about you, Shipman? Do you have anything, like, any secrets bad enough to crash a goddamn plane? Um, It's very, it's very interesting, them all, them all confessing. And then Misty sneaks away. Um, while they're all at this fire circle to tell Coach Ben about his leg. Because nobody would let her do it before. Um, then adult Shauna sees a text on Jeff's phone after they've, you know, had intimacy um, from somebody called Bianca. So he, it's like a red flag for him, for her. She's like, oh, he's cheating on me. Or it's something about, like, a time that they're meeting because she asks later, oh, we should do this, and follows him. But that's the next episode. Anyways, it's a text message about, like, we're meeting here at this hour. Um, The girls are asleep in the wilderness, but Misty's awake, and she is, like, she's getting up to pee, and she overhears two people praising her and saying, like, we don't know what we would do without Misty. And she's like so happy. First time she overhears people and they're saying something nice about her. Um, relatable. And she happens upon the emergency transmitter that Shauna had mentioned the plane had. And she destroys it. Um, yeah. I touched on this the last time I talked about Yellow Jackets. But like there are like I, I get it. She's 17. She doesn't have like, you know, logical, rational thinking. But it's like. Wouldn't you put two and two together that like it'd be it'd be better if short term they like we're just grateful that you were there and it was like a minor like people already died they're gonna be like thank God Misty saved more of us or something I don't really know anyways then adult Nat's car isn't working she's like staying at a motel adult Natalie is and her car isn't working but Misty's there coincidentally and she offers her a ride because she's like you're going to find travis aren't you okay episode three is called the dollhouse um this is the first episode with the theme song which is iconic i love the theme song it opens with a bury with the burial in the wilderness um they make like little tombstones for all of them and they're like a little prayer circle and while they're all kind of like in the prayer circle there's a flashback to young taisa um, when her grandmother was dying and then adult Thaisa in the in 
2021 gets an email about an attack ad about like calling her a cannibal. Simone tells her not to go low because Denise is like, we should fight back. And Simone's like, don't do that. Um, Shauna is suspicious of Jeff because of the text message she got. She tries to get him to pick her up from the auto shop at the hour that he saw that he was meeting with this woman. And he's like, I can't. So she's suspicious of him. Then we see adult Misty and Natalie, they're road tripping. Misty's texting somebody. She's like super, she's like, you know, she's texting somebody. Nat finds, then when they're at the gas station and Misty is off buying snacks, Natalie finds the piece of her car that clearly indicates that Misty tampered with her car. Um, yeah. Van in the wilderness, Van is rationing food in the wilderness and then Travis takes food without asking. Um, and somebody calls him Flex. This is the first time that nickname uh, pops up, Flex. And there's like a whole thing where they're like, who died and gave him permission to take snacks? And Nat is like his dad. His dad literally died. Um, Javi is still chewing the gum that his dad gave him in the pilot to help with his ears like he won't spit it out and Travis wants him to spit it out he's like dad was an asshole but Javi is clearly having a hard time with the whole situation Misty is taking care of Ben she's like very attentive to Ben's needs Lottie is almost out of medication every time we see her taking medication she's running out more and more Ty found a lake she comes back and she's like i found a lake we should go to the lake jackie doesn't want to go to the lake she's like we should stay here in case they find us and they're like it's been three days like if if they were going to be here they'd be here already so ty's like we should vote shauna votes against jackie and like they're low-key fighting now because again i like jackie but it's like shauna can't even voice her opinion if it's not like exactly jackie's opinion that's kind of stupid adult shauna trails jeff from like his work from like his furniture shop to a hotel if you hear any noise in the background i'm fostering kittens and like it's one in the morning and they're crazy um anyways in the wilderness they find a dead deer on the on the way to the lake or no it's a bear they find a dead bear i think some kind of big animal um yeah and it's like being eaten by vultures and they're like what killed that i think it's a bear because they're like what killed that um and ben thinks it's wolves and they're like can a wolf really kill a bear and he's like wolves can kill anything if if they're in packs um oh wolves can kill anything if the pack's big enough Adult Thaisa calls Jessica Roberts, and this is how we find out that Jessica Roberts is a private investigator that Thaisa hired. She's, like, trying to find out if anybody's going to—she's, like, the last thing I need is an October surprise. Because um, she's in the middle of a campaign, so it's kind of like she's trying to make sure that nobody would talk. So Jessica Roberts, posing as a journalist, digging into everybody, trying to interview people— is like not actually because she wants the story out. It's for the exact reason she wants to make sure nobody would 
be willing to talk. Um, which maybe I'm, I don't know. I don't know anything about politics, but I feel like that is kind of like a, I get it. I get it. But I feel like trying to get people to talk, to find out if they would talk is not the smartest way to make sure the story doesn't come out. Because what if Jessica Roberts really like compelled somebody and they were like, you know what? I do want to talk. And then like, what would happen if somebody actually really did want to talk? I just, I don't understand the whole logic. Maybe I'm stupid, but um, anyways, she reveals to Ty that her opponent's daughter has drug issues because she's like, you know, if you ever want to go low. And then Sammy, Tice's son, hits a kid um, and she covers for him. She's like, oh, it was an accident to to the other kid's mother. And we find out it's because the kid called her name and he thought she said cannonball but obviously it was cannibal uh, but they're kids they don't know what cannibals are <laughs> they in in the wilderness they find a lake and they swim it's like i love this scene they're all like having a good time <laughs> before everything sucks um adult misty and nat break into travis's place Misty knows a lot about serial killers, again, because she's a citizen de- detective. Young Misty tries to bring the lake to coach. She's, like, spraying it on him. He's not having it. Um, there is tension between Shauna and Jackie, again, because Jackie because Shauna disagreed with her. Adult Misty and Natalie get arrested for breaking and entering. Shauna runs into Adam at the hotel that she was at staking out jeff like she followed jeff there and she runs in to adam in the lobby because she's trying to get information on what room jeff is staying in they won't let him and then adam's there um apparently adam his art studio was nearby so he was there to grab a drink um is why he's there um yeah nan calls travis uh, the in now got arrested so she calls ty to bail her out and um that's how we find out that ty paid for her rehab (sighs) and she's like really you just got out of rehab and you're in jail um and ty refuses she's like i'm not going to so nat's fucked then lottie when they're swimming in the lake lottie sees a light up the hill and they follow it and they find a cabin um in the woods so now they have shelter and the lake so they're not doing too bad um javi's still chewing the gum in the present day adam and shauna are eating at the hotel and she sees jeff with the woman and she is like well that's it he's cheating on me (laughs) so i might as well cheat on him back that's shauna's whole logic this season Um, and then Missy comes back after making her one phone call and she's like, we got bailed out and she called Kevin. She was texting him this entire time. Kevin's who she was texting in the car and she was texting him pretending to be Natalie and he bailed them out because he's a cop. Shauna apologized in the, in the, the past, in the 1996 timeline, Shauna apologizes to Jackie. She says she wasn't trying to go against her but she just was doing the best she was just like going with what she thought was the best option because like none of them know what the fuck they're doing out there um the coach is really mad 
about his leg. And he's really mad at Misty for cutting off his leg, um, which are all valid feelings. There is another flashback to young Ty with her grandmother. And this is when we're introduced to the man with no eyes. Her grandma is like, don't look over there. And it, and she's like, what? And then Ty sees a man with no eyes. Um, two seasons in, I still do not understand the man with no eyes. Like, I, I still find that very confusing. Um, if anybody has any thoughts about what the man with no eyes symbolizes, please let me know. I'm, like, stumped. <laughs> Adult Ty talks to Sammy about him hitting the boy. And she takes away his toy, which is called Manny, um, as punishment. He asks why people don't like Ty. And she says that she's not what people expect and people don't like it. And then... She says, whatever they say about her, it isn't true. And he says, I know you're not the bad one. And she's like, who's the bad one? Sammy. The woman in the tree is the bad one. Um, Actually, I don't know if if he mentions the woman in the tree in this conversation. But Sammy is like very ominous. Every single time he says something, it's like so ominous. He's like, there's the woman in the tree. (laughs) That actor slays every time he says something. It's so creepy. And not because he's creepy. Just because I, I just, that little actor is slaying. Love him. Um, Ty decides to threaten her opponent about his kids' drug issues because now the cannibalism thing has started affecting her kid. So she calls the opponent and she's like, I know about your, your daughter's drug problems. So like, don't try me. Um, in the 1996 timeline, Lottie is, like, outside of the cabin, and Ty, like, approaches her, and Lottie's like, I have a bad feeling about this place. And Ty's like, I don't believe in this shit. You shouldn't either, Lottie. Shut up. <laughs> um, adult Shauna and Adam are at the hotel. They hook up. Adult Ty and young Ty mirror each other with waking up at night is what I wrote. I don't really know what that means. Then we see young Ty and the man with no eyes, teen Ty finding, oh, okay. Ty finds, okay, okay, okay. I, fi- I, I figured it out, sorry. They wake up in the, in the wilderness, Ty wakes up and she goes up to the attic and she finds the man who used to live in that cabin. They, she finds his body. And then in the present day, she finds her son's doll, Manny, she finds Manny's eye. And this is, like, all of these scenes are, like, in, I don't know if they're intercut with each other, but they all mirror each other because we see Ty with them, like, the young, young Ty with the man with no eyes, and then we see teen Ty finding the body in the attic, and then adult Ty with her son's doll's eye. So eyes are a big thing for Thaisa. I don't know if this is foreshadowing, um, but I find that interesting. Natalie, Misty and Nat find Travis's body at the ranch where he works because they had found out where he worked when they were snooping in his house before they got arrested for breaking and entering. Um, And so they go to the ranch once they've been bailed out by Kevin. They find his body and he is hanging from a crane, I believe. And Nat doesn't believe it's a suicide. She's like, he didn't kill himself. And there's a note that says that he left behind that says, tell Nat she was right. 
That's how the episode ends. Episode four is one of my favorite episodes. It's called Bear Down. It opens with, I think it's one of my favorite episodes because we get more about Natalie and she's one of my favorite characters. Her and Lottie are tied. I named the two female kittens I have, Nat and, and Lottie. Lottie is actually on my bed right now as I'm recording this. She's just chilling out. Um, love her. She'll be up for adoption soon if you're listening. <laughs> um, so episode four opens with the plane crash, this time from Natalie's perspective. And she sees her dad with half his head gone. And she says, and he says, you already got blood on his hands. And then she wakes up and it's a nightmare. So it's not, but it it appears to be the plane. Like it opens and they're on the plane and it's crashing and we see Natalie, but it's just a nightmare she's having. Um, She wakes up. It's a nightmare. Lottie's awake, staring at the attic, um, freaked out about the the dead guy. And she says, bad things happened here. Misty... Adult Misty is reading an article about what to say to somebody who lost somebody to suicide. And she calls Natalie. She's trying to comfort her, trying to make plans. Young Misty is trying to help the coach pee by singing. Very, very awkward scene. Um, Travis is playing with the gun that they found in the cabin. And... He thinks they should use it. Some of the girls are like, that's not a toy. Like, don't mess with the gun. And he's like, we should use it. And then the coach, Coach Ben, is like, he's right. We should use it. Like, we don't know how long we're going to be out here. We could learn how to hunt. And so they decide to figure out, like, um, do trials to figure out who's the best with the gun so they could find hunters so they could have food. Natalie is clearly anxious about the gun. Adult Natalie is visiting her childhood home. We see flashbacks to young Natalie pre-crash with Kevin. Um, And there's a really interesting scene where adult Natalie kind of watches young Natalie walk in with Kevin. And then we see the scene, but it's kind of like she's reminiscing and she's thinking back about it. So we see pre-crash Natalie and at least like a little bit because her hair is not bleach blonde yet and she's with kevin she's like painting his nails her dad comes home like really angry and um she like gets she like begs him to leave by him i mean she begs kevin to leave her dad's like really freaked out um yeah adult natalie grabs a mixtape made by kevin that's the only thing she says she needs. Her mom's like, if you're taking stuff, take all of it because I'm not a storage unit. And she's like, this is all I need. Adult Ty is studying potential donors like for her political campaign. She's studying on their territories and like stuff to know, whatever. The teens are practicing to see who can shoot the gun the best. Nat fails at first, but she like insists to do it again. Um, Because Travis is being a dick to her and freaks her out. Plus, Natalie had a history with a gun, which is interspersed throughout this episode. Um, The scene with her dad coming home and finding Kevin is like the first, but then we see the ending of that scene later. Um, So Natalie clearly has some anxieties about guns, but she gets it eventually. Shauna is journaling by like a lake, by the river or something, and and Javi finds her. And she gives him a piece of paper so he can express himself. 
um, which is really sweet. Adult Shauna is getting ready, and we see glimpses of her and Adam hooking up at the hotel. The then in the wilderness, there's the final round of the shooting. They all, like clearly did like multiple trials or whatever. This is the last one. And Travis is kind of a dick. He misses a shot. Um, and Nat is like so close flex and, and he aims a gun at her because he's so mad about the whole flex thing. Um, we have no idea why yet. And then Natalie shoots next and she gets all of them. She like has a perfect score. Then we see adult Natalie and Kevin meeting for drinks and they're talking about the breaking and entering and Travis and Kevin's new career. So they talk about Travis because Travis is the person whose apartment they were, like house they were breaking into. So she talks about Travis a little bit. Um, Nat asks like about Kevin being a cop. They have like a nice little conversation. Misty is at the same restaurant with one of her patients from the nursing home and she's watching them. Natalie and, and young Natalie and Travis head to, or young Nat and Travis are like about to head out to, to hunt. And Ben is like, you need to rely on each other because they're the hunters now. Like everybody's relying on them to get food. So they need to rely on each other. Travis is like just a dick for a lot of the first few episodes, even to Natalie. Uh, or actually, especially to Nat- Natalie, but that's mainly the person he's interacting with. And like, again, I have plenty of beef with Travis, but like his dad just died. They were just in a car crash. He's not car crash, plane crash. His his brother is clearly in shock. Like, I, I don't totally blame Travis. Um, anyways, adult Ty and Simone are at the political event. Then young or not young Shauna adult Shauna is with Adam and she's trying to get like she's trying to pay somebody to buy alcohol for her because she's trying to make up for her lost youth and Adam's like why again she's like I got married young um I was an athlete straight A student yada 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 because he's like what happened that you missed all your youth and she obviously doesn't want to tell him oh I was in a plane crash you know we ate each other um super casual Super fun thing to mention on a first date with your mistress. What do you call it when you're having an affair and it's not a woman? Like, why is mistress the only word? Is there a word? Anyways. Um, I lost my train of thought. Oh, Thais is freaking out at the event. Um, she eats something and tastes meat. She's a vegetarian. She starts having flashbacks. She sees a whole roasted pig and she freaks out. Very relatable as a vegetarian, although I never ate people. Um, no judgment to her. She was in a plane crash. <laughs> um, she goes to smoke and the donor that she wanted to impress who she was studying the territories comes and finds her. Kevin notices Misty at the same restaurant and he and that go to leave Jessica Roberts is also there. Um, and Nat says to Misty, we're not Rosolian Isles, which I thought was really funny because that's so gay coded of them. <laughs> like, wasn't Rosolian Isles? All I know about Rosolian Isles is that people used to watch it, like praying for them to kiss one day. That's all I know about Rosolian Isles. 
that it was like never gay, but they were waiting for them to be gay. I just think that's an interesting, they could have said Velma and Louise or something. I don't really know. I just found that interesting. Why was Rolly and Isles? Somebody has to answer to that. Anyways, um, Misty approaches Jessica Roberts and she's like, I know when you look at me, this is a direct quote. I wrote it down because it was Misty in her finest form. She said, I know when you look at me, you don't see somebody you should be afraid of, but you're wrong. And that's so true. That's so true. Then Shauna and Adam are mini golfing. Then in the wilderness, we see them like scavenging, looking for like um, berries and like, I want to say vegetables, but that's not what I'm thinking of. Anyways, they they find mushrooms and Keela is like, not those, those are poisonous. And Van is like, trip your balls off poisonous or kill you poisonous, foreshadowing. Um, Yeah. Not Lottie notices the symbol for the first time, the symbol that we saw on the postcards. So we know that it's going to mean something at some point. She notices carved into, she notices it carved into a tree. And that's the first time we see it in the wilderness. Um, Jackie finds a plane. It, um, I think she like, somebody goes into it they turn it on and it like starts moving and it almost kills van and jackie pushes her aside and like gets in front of it and then lottie says it didn't want her to leave so this is the beginning of lottie kind of being a prophet having visions whatever you want to call it being unmedicated all of the above adult taisa is talking to the donor lady um I feel weird calling her a donor because I'm like thinking of like egg donation, but that's not what I mean. She's like a, I don't know what they're called. Donor? Is that? Anyways, um, she wants to know what really happened out there. And Ty sticks to her story. She's like, it was bad. And I was talking to my sister about this earlier today because she's like, I don't understand why people would want to know. And that's so true. Like the thing is, like if somebody I knew, like, or even if there was like a story of people who crashed into, and I and I do feel like true crime has really affected the way people view like traumatic events and like these kind of stories because people just want to know like what happened and who, like I, I don't know. And it's like, I enjoy it in fiction and don't get me wrong. I can, I used to consume a lot of true crime and I still do now and then, but I feel like if I was coming face to face with somebody who had experienced like had experienced something like this and there was so much lore but like I just why would you want to know like that's so nosy I feel like it's like it's just it's never coming from a good place it's coming from a like I want to know if this person has done like her like I it just why would you want to know about a very traumatic event that happened in somebody's life 25 years ago like I just I wouldn't want to know anyways Nat gives Kevin the mixtape that she got from her mother's house um and she manipulates kevin into looking into travis she's like i wanted i want to know if he was sober like we were kind of each other's sponsors none of that's true she just doesn't believe he was um she she doesn't believe it was a suicide and she wants to know more then we see young travis um and nat they're hunting and he brought her to the plane crash site and she's like mad because she's like we're look, we're supposed to be looking for food what the fuck are you doing um and 
he mentions, he's like, do you know why people call me Flex? And she's like, no. And apparently he was, he had to get a surgery when he was in middle school, I think, or something. When he was younger, he had to get a surgery on his spine. And somebody, this kid, Bobby Farley, whose name is important, meant like started a rumor that it was so he could, so Travis could be flexible enough to suck his own dick. And that's where the nickname Flex comes from. And that's why he doesn't like it when people call him Flex. And he is digging up his dad's grave. And that's like, what the fuck are you doing? Crazy person. She doesn't say that. Um, and it turns out he's looking for a ring that his dad had that was like a family heirloom so he can give to Javi. Um, he can't stomach it though. And Nat helps. She like breaks the corpse's finger so she can get the ring, um, which is, you know, a nice sweet moment of her helping him. Um, he confided in her. She helped him get a ring off a dead body, you know, romance. (laughs) Um, then they smoke a joint together in the plane and they bond about losing their parents or their dad specifically because, Travis is like talking about how his dad was an asshole and Natalie's like, it doesn't matter how shitty they are. It still fucks you up when you're gone, when they're gone. And this is when we get the flashback to the rest of the fallout of what happened after young Kevin left. And when Natalie's dad came in and was super mad and young Kevin left, we finally get the the rest of the scene. She points his gun at him, but she can't shoot and like she can't bring herself to do it and then he takes the gun and he's like messing with the like safety being like he says it's fine to have a gun in your house if your kid is too stupid to use it and then he walks out trips and shoots himself in the head and that's how he dies um yeah adult natalie kisses kevin as they're saying goodbye um sean and adam go skinny dipping post the mini golf thing and shauna sees jackie and then shauna and adam hook up in adam's car young natalie and travis find a deer on their way back from the plane and we see oh and this is when we see the end of natalie's dad's death sorry not before um it's like I think before is when you see her pointing the gun or something, but, um, or maybe not, maybe you just get more insight into it, but she goes to shoot the deer and that's when we see how her dad died. She kills the deer. Um, Travis and Natalie bring the deer back. Shauna bleeds it out and becomes the butcher. Um, they eat and like around the fire and Travis gives Javi the ring and there's like a nice scene where Nat is like smiling across the fire and it's kind of like you know oh Travis and her romance adult Misty calls Shauna and tells her about Travis dying and when Shauna comes home Shauna's like I don't care (laughs) actually I I don't I don't remember she's like I don't care but like she, it, it doesn't make her care enough that she wants to see Misty. Um, and then Shauna walks into their house and Jeff asks how book club was. So this is how we find out that her 
alibi for her affairs book club. Episode five is called Bloodhive, and actually, I know I said the last episode. This is one of my favorite episodes of the show. I I literally love this episode. Um, I love this episode, and I love the Doom Coming, despite all the creepy parts of the Doom Coming episode. I just I don't know. I love the Blood Bloodhive episode. Um, it opens with them all jamming out <laughs> to a song. They're like dancing in the attic. The batteries die of like whatever they're using to play, or they're not in the attic. They're downstairs. They the batteries die of whatever they're using to play music. I don't remember. I'm not just stupid and don't know '90s technology. I genuinely don't remember what kind of thing they were playing it on. They all hear a noise from upstairs, and Lottie's like, "You can hear it too." Again, she is starting to not trust her own reality, um, which Courtney Eden, who plays young Lottie, has said that Lottie kind of never really trusted her brain. And I feel like it's very evident. And this kind of thing is, is one of the things. Misty checks on Coach Ben when he's asleep. She's like watching him and he wakes up and he's mad. Um, Nat tries to get Jackie to get up and help. And she's like, I don't feel well. And that's like, none of us do all our periods have synced up. Um, but Jackie doesn't want to help. She, you know what? Relatable. I, I can't like, yeah, everybody feels shitty on their periods, but some people feel worse. Um, I don't know. Jackie just doesn't seem to want to help a lot of the time. So I don't really know. But, um, anyways, Lottie is staring out. She's like in the water and she's staring out in the water. And somebody's like, aren't you cold? And she's like, yeah, I am. Like, Lottie is just starting to seem like she's struggling in her brain. And you know what? I, I love her. No hate to Lottie. Um, I will defend Lottie until I die. Everything she does is justified. Sorry. Shauna doesn't have her period. Jackie makes a comment about like, oh, and she's like, oh, yeah, it's like probably the stress. Um, probably the stress. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Adult Shauna is texting Adam, and she burns the toast that she's making. So this affair is starting to interfere with her housewife duties. Callie's going into the city. We find out it's Halloween, and Shauna's like, you can't just... Shauna's like, you can't just go into the city for Halloween without asking. Um, and then... But Callie's like, I don't really care. I'm going to the city. Um, Callie's just a difficult teenager. Jeff decide jeff's like jeff wants to go to book club and she's like no whatever and he's like you don't know the reading um and then nat is in her hotel room she got the report back or kevin calls her and tells her he got the report back on travis and he his talks report was clean she calls misty to get a hacker because she wants to see the full report um then we see young Shauna, and she realizes she's pregnant. She, like, her her boobs feel tender. Because Jackie had said something earlier when her period was late. She's like, thank God you're a virgin or we'd have to worry. And I think that is when Shauna started being like, shit, maybe I should worry. And she realizes she's pregnant. Like, her boobs feel tender. She's, like, freaking out. And she goes to fake her period. She, like, gets blood from the deer. Um... I think, or I don't know, she she gets blood 
to fake her period and Ty sees her putting like grabbing blood um she starts putting things together adult Ty is freaking out about the election um Simone and Ty have a moment she like comforts her they kiss and their dog barks um but she hallucinates a wolf barking or howling um she goes outside because she hears the wolf and she sees spill written on her door in red paint young shauna tells jackie that she needs to help or people will start noticing (laughs) and she's like you she like gives her a pep talk she's like you are the influencer that the coach said you were she doesn't use those words exactly but like she's basically like you can rally us you can lift our spirits yada 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 um and shauna gives jackie back her necklace that shauna that jackie had given shauna when they were on the plane and she was nervous um taisa finds the red paint finds red paint in sammy's closet and she thinks sammy wrote spill on their door um adam takes shauna to a party on halloween and yeah (laughs) travis and adelie are hunting in the wilderness and they're competing they're like writing down how many people how many not people how many animals they've killed adult misty brings nat a gift and tells her that their hacker is being difficult um ty confronts sammy about the red paint and you know what's so funny is i wrote ty confronts ty and man that's so deep because (laughs) anyways ty confronts sammy about the red paint in his closet and he's like the lady in the tree did it and he throws candy and he's all freaked out poor sammy poor sammy somebody get that kid into therapy um i mean he does go to therapy but anyways um nat gets oh um adult natalie is like porn is like sucking gas out of her car and she gets it into a cup to threaten the hacker guy i don't really understand how she did this i've seen the show like three like i've seen season one like three times now and i still don't understand how she's sucking gas out of her car it's so weird but anyway she's like pouring gas into a thing um and at first it's like what what is that for but we find out later anyways young and young ty and van kiss and this is kind of when we find out that they're together there was a scene when they were in the lake in the second episode where ty is staring longingly at van and you know but i i I personally didn't realize that they were together until they kissed maybe other people picked up on it and honestly in retrospect it's kind of obvious she's like where's van and then she's like staring at her and we know that she's gay in the adult timeline obviously like it's kind of obvious in retrospect but i didn't put it together because i'm not that intelligent um (laughs) jackie says they should have a seance because she's trying to follow shauna's advice and be the natural leader that she can be so she's like we should have a seance then adult ty thinks it's a horrible idea which i just ty is like if anything is supernatural or ghost or anything she's like stop being stupid (laughs) um and she's real for that that's literally me so much of the time um not that i don't believe in ghosts but like anyways i don't know if i believe in ghosts I guess I, I'm less firm 
then like i'm a lot i'm like i don't really know ty's like none of that's real but anyways adult shauna and adam at the the party and she thinks she sees jackie so she follows she follows jackie and then callie turns around because callie is in a yellow jackets jersey costume thing not costume but like she's wearing uniform that's the word i was looking for um simone and ty are fighting because she's worried about Sammy, aren't we all? Ty thinks that she should quit the race, and she's like, I'll make an announcement. Um, young Misty gives Coach tea to help. I don't know. She gives him tea. Anyways, um, I don't know if I wrote this down because I feel like I didn't write this down, but it's drugged tea, um, which is important later. But it's like, yeah, she drugs him. Anyways. Then Natalie and Travis are flirting and they kiss and then it flashes to adult Natalie looking at the photos of Travis, like of his dead body that she accessed because of Misty. Um, I just realized, I don't know if I wrote down the whole hacker thing. Anyways, they, they threaten the hacker. She like pours gas on him that she sucked out of the car and she's like she threatens to set him on fire until he gives her the thing so i i guess i didn't write that down i thought i did anyways um shauna and callie have a conversation because she's like that that was actually jackie's uniform and they talk about jackie a little bit and callie's like you're not okay mom <laughs> true then we see the seance um laura lee and ty are downstairs because laura lee thinks it's like demonic you know peace and love and ty doesn't want to like um humor them because she's like this is all so stupid um i think the coach is also downstairs and then um javi is downstairs as well um laura lee is also reading a instruction manual for the plane they found that, that's important later. Ty decides to go upstairs. Um, they're like doing the seance thing and they put candles around the attic where the symbol that was carved into the tree that Lottie saw a few episodes ago, that's carved into the floor and um, Jackie put candles there. So that's important. But anyways, there's a whole scene. They're asking the spirit questions. And at some point the spirit there's like it draws like an an eight or an infinity somebody's like what does eight mean and somebody's like it's an infinity and i wrote that down because i wonder if the number eight is important like maybe eight people survived i don't know what the eight means um lottie gets possessed (laughs) um which is the funniest scene ever there's like a burst of wind she like yells then like wind bursts through the window and then she starts speaking french and it's the funniest scene ever somebody's like is that french since when does lottie speak french jackie wasn't she in your class yeah but she sucks at french well what's she saying i don't know i suck at french too well damn it jackie try not to hilarious lottie hits her head on like the window and like and at that exact moment that she hits her head the coach downstairs vomits now, when I was first watching this, I was like, well, that's so weird that the moment she hits her head, he vomits, but Missy had poisoned him. So again, there's an explanation for everything. 
except the possession. But I, I don't know. It could just be psychosis. But um, Laura Lee throws a Bible at her, and Lottie is like, fine. Um, adult Ty has a meeting or like has an announcement. She has a press conference initially to bow out of the race, but then she doesn't. There's like a weird thing that comes over her and suddenly she's like, I'm going to stay in the race. And now after having seen everything, it's like, is this the other tie? Is, it the, is this the sleepwalking tie? Because I feel like it's one of the first moments where we see like a different demeanor come upon Ty's face. Plus she sees the man with no eyes in the distance. Anyways, Coach Ben knows that Misty drugged him. And she confesses to liking him, and he plays along. He's like, "But you're, you're not. A, you're a kid. We can't do anything about this. You can't tell anybody." Um, Ty decides to sleep in the attic to prove that there's no ghost or demon because they're all freaked out. And Shauna joins her. Then Callie in the present day tries to. It's like the the morning the next day. Callie tries to like basically blackmail her mother, and she's like, "I." I know about your affair, so you have to do everything I want. And then Shauna is basically like, yeah, okay, tell your dad, and then we'll get a divorce, and you won't have any money for college, and your dad will be so annoying. Like, like she basically, like, flips it on her, and she's like, you think that this would be, like, a good thing, but if you actually told on me, like, it would be bad for you. So she manipulates her into then confessing to Jeff about being on drugs and she's like, mom drove me home. Young Shauna is upstairs in the attic to sleep with Ty. Um, like to sleep next to Ty. So Ty's not alone. And Ty's like, you're pregnant, aren't you? And she's like, you can't tell anybody. And she's like, I promise not to tell anybody. Then adult Shauna Googles herself because of something Callie had said um, about Adam knowing who she was. Because she's like, he has to know who you are. Like Google is a thing. Um, and we see a lot of like results about like the yellow jackets, Shauna and Jeff getting married, all of that. Ty meets Nat at the motel and Nat shows her like Travis's body, the symbol in the candles, because she had figured out in the photos of Travis's body that there were like wax marks in the floor that made the symbol. And they get a text about blackmail and like they need to pay money or they'll like be exposed or whatever. They call Shauna to tell her about the blackmail. And we see that Misty is watching them and like through the gift that she had given Natalie. I think it was like an essential oils diffuser. I'm not sure. Episode six is called Saints. It opens with young Lottie. Her parents are driving and she screams like they're they're in a they're like part they're like at a stoplight and young Lottie just starts screaming and her parents are like what the hell's going on and then a car crashes in front of her and suddenly she's fine and she then we see her like listening to her parents talk about her like she's on the stairs over like eavesdropping on her parents talking about her mom thinks maybe she's psychic and her dad thinks she's sick um so they're taking her to a psychiatrist 
Then we see them scavenging. Mari is mean to Lottie about the dead cabin guy. She's like, oh, did the dead cabin guy tell you that? Is that like what you talk about? And Lottie says, we mostly talk about how Danny Mayers dumped you for his own cousin. So Lottie Queen slays. She never does anything wrong. But I think it's interesting that Mari's kind of like mean to her about the whole being possessed thing, allegedly, because Mari's like a big, anyways, she's like a big Lottie stan in season two, which I get it because Lottie's the best. And then Lottie sees a deer with blood on its antlers and she's like freaked out because obviously it's not there. And then present day, they're at the motel. Shauna is like, it's, is parking there and she runs into randy walsh he's staying there and then shauna nat and ty are meeting and talking and she finds out that the she finds out about the blackmail they think it's jessica roberts obviously we know that it's probably not because that wouldn't make much sense they plan to track down the blackmailer by like paying him and then putting money in the in the tracking device or whatever and then nat thinks they should loot misty in because misty's been really helpful with the hacking and all of that misty is then we see misty leaving work and she's sneaking medical supplies um there's a brunch with jackie's parents because it's her birthday with jeff and shauna are going to a brunch at jackie's parents house for her birthday but shauna is clearly very out of it when Jeff tells her this, she's like, no, no, that's, that's on Tuesday. And he's like, it's Wednesday. <laughs> it's today. Anyways, then we see young Shauna is dreaming about giving birth. Jackie's right there with her. Misty is the one who's like helping her push the baby. And then it comes out and it's like a, a chicken, a fully cooked chicken. And she eats a drumstick <laughs> and she wakes up. Then we see Tan- Ty and Van in the lake. Um, they're kissing, they're having like a nice little midnight rendezvous and Van notices that Ty's fingers are dirty and Ty doesn't really know why her fingers are dirty. Ty tells Van that she wants to go search for help so they can get out of there. Van doesn't think it's the best idea. Then Ty's been sleeping in the attic with Shauna and she, she, um, comes back from the lake and she's and shauna's like where were you and she's like oh i had to pee and shauna and ty's like why are you awake and ty knows about her nightmares basically ty is like the one person shauna's confided in about the whole pregnancy and shauna tells ty that she wants to have an abortion and that it's jeff's baby in the present day there jeff and shauna are at jackie's parents house um, for the birthday brunch and her parents give Shauna a gift it's like a, a ceramic rabbit and we saw in the pilot that she had like a collection of rabbits um, in the kitchen lined up and apparently that's J- Jackie's favorite animal Jackie's mom is such a bitch to Shauna <laughs> like genuinely such a bitch the entire time um, Shauna says she doesn't really like Callie her daughter Jackie's parents offered to give them money for Kelly's college. Shauna's like, no. Um, and then we see them in the wilderness. Young Shauna and Jackie. Jackie's talking about Jeff and how much she misses him and how he said he loved her the day before they left, which we did see in the pilot episode. 
Shauna is like dizzy and very hungry and Jackie gives her some of her food. Then Nat and Travis are making out on the plane. Um, yeah. I don't know why they, they choose the plane to like make out all the time. I'm like, I would not like, that's so strange to me. I guess it's like the one shelter they have that isn't like, and they don't want to just have sex in like the woods. Not that they're having sex yet, but anyways, um, they go back and everyone's like teasing them about being together together. And Jackie's like, is this why we don't have enough food? Cause you guys are like cooking up all the time. And Jackie and, and not as like mad at her. And honestly, rightfully so like last episode, Jackie like didn't want to help cause they were on their period. I'm sure Natalie was like literally bleeding and was still out there trying to get them food. Okay. What have you done? Jackie still love you, but <laughs> Ty breaks up the fight. Misty tells Nat, don't worry, I know you feel I have a secret boyfriend too, lol. Um, and then adult Taisa is trying, adult Ty is trying to get money for the blackmail, but she needs her wife's authorization. Um, and they're beefing because she didn't drop out of the race like she said she would, which is a valid reason to be upset. Simone is mad and says she made Sammy an appointment at a child psychiatrist finally. And adult Shauna is in Jackie's bedroom. She's reminiscing. She, like, imagines Jackie. um, And she, like, remembers when Jackie told her that she liked Jeff for the first time. All of that. Um, And then Jeff and Shauna are, like, having dessert. Or, like, they're back eating again at the table. And because Shauna had gone upstairs to pee or something. Anyways, it's not super relevant. But Jeff defends Shauna to Jackie's parents. And I loved this scene. Because Shauna, because Jackie's mom is like, it must have been so hard being best friends with somebody who was so beautiful and so talented and all of this. And Jeff's like, she's the smartest person I've ever met. And it's, it's just, I... This is when I started to really like Jeff. I was like, oh, at first he seemed kind of stupid, you know, whatever. Um, I, I was like, oh, he's cheating on her. But as I learned more about Jeff, I, I became a stan. I love Jeff. He's one of my favorite characters. Um, Ty, then we see Ty and Simone at Sammy's psychiatry appointment. And Ty is not present. She, like, gets a text message and she's not really caring. Ty doesn't really believe in therapy she's like on the drive back she's like this is all a bunch of mumbo jumbo <laughs> they almost get into a car accident um ty ty is driving and she like almost ran somebody over and i found it interesting when i was taking my notes and rewatching um that the episode opens with lottie and like her whole child psychiatry story when like she goes to a psychiatrist and it also like they're in a car and then Sammy after going to a child psychiatrist like they're in the car and she almost like hit somebody I don't know why maybe it has nothing to do with each other but I I found it interesting that those two storylines were in this episode maybe there's some kind of easter egg or like indication that Sammy will later have some of the same issues that Lottie does I don't really know Maybe not, but I, I find that kind of interesting. Anyways, um, 
Coach Ben in the wilderness, Coach Ben gives Travis condoms because he's like, I heard you and Natalie are like, you know, and that's your business, but it could become our business if like, you know, and he says the last fucking thing that we need out here right now is a baby to take care of. Oh, Ben, you got another storm coming. Adult Ty tells Nat she can't get the money. So Nat's like, okay, I will. And she heads out and Kevin's there coming to see Nat and... She's like, I have to run an errand, but he joins her and she sells her car. And then they, and then he's like, do you want to return the favor? And they go to his son's soccer game. Young Lottie wakes up in the middle of the night and she hears something and she goes outside and she sees Ty eating dirt. Now, at this point, we as the audience don't know if this is real or not, because again, we saw that Lottie saw a deer that had like bloody antlers. You know what I mean? Um... That wasn't there. So, um, yeah. Adult Shauna and Jeff are driving home after the brunch. And he's, again, this is when I just start started loving Jeff. He's super sweet about their life together. He's like, I don't wish I had married Jackie. Like, I was always going to be the high school boyfriend. What we have, like, we've built a life together. We have, like, he doesn't say all of this, but it's the undertone. And I just, my heart melted. Anyways. Um, I love Jeff. <laughs> I love Jeff. Um, Nat helps Kevin's son with his soccer, which I really liked because they are a soccer team, but we don't get much indication or like scenes or reminders of them being really good at soccer. And I liked the small detail of her giving Kevin's son like soccer advice and him winning. I, I liked that a lot. Um, Young Ty realizes she's like she she's like in the attic or something and she realizes the underwire of Shauna's bra is missing and she freaks out. She goes to find her. She like runs out to find her and Lottie stops her and she's like or she asks Lottie if she knows where Shauna was and she's like she headed that way. And then she's like, Were you eating dirt last night? Lottie asks Ty and Ty's like, Stop. I don't have time for this. Um clearly if she was eating dirt, she's not aware of it. But remember, her fingers were dirty. Anyways, um, she goes to fi- she goes to find Shauna. Um, Lottie Lottie clearly feels like she's going crazy. She's like, first the deer, now I saw Ty eating dirt. She doesn't remember eating dirt, and she turns to Laura Lee and she asks her about visions in the Bible. Um, clearly trying to find comfort. Ty finds Shauna. Then Laura Lee, Laura Lee kind of like tells her, tells Lottie that she was told that visions in the Bible were ways of like God communicating with you. And Lottie's like, how did, how did they know they weren't crazy? And Laura Lee is like, they had faith. And I don't really know. I have a lot of mixed feelings about this because I appreciate Laura Lee, maybe not treating Lottie like she was crazy, but I, I just think there's such a like, after having seen all of this, I, the season two play out, I think it was dangerous to, and I don't think Laura Lee is solely responsible, obviously, for, for like, Lottie becoming this prophet in a certain way, but I do think that this was kind of the beginning of these visions she was having becoming 
like treated as prophecies and like you know what I mean anyways um so I I don't know I've, I've mixed feelings about all of that um Ty finds Shauna in the woods and at first she tries to help Shauna she's like you're not going to do this alone but Shauna Shauna can't do it she's like I don't want to die and they stop and they cry and it's a really heartbreaking scene it's a it's a really heartbreaking beautiful scene um Laura Lee takes Lottie to the lake and she baptizes her. Lottie has a vision. Um, first, she like, it's like, a, I, I love this scene of the vision Lottie has. She's like, she like goes underwater in the lake and then she kind of like floats down the lake and then she's in an underground bunker and she sees the deer and she follows the deer and there's a hallway lit with candles and she lights a candle and then there's a light and she opens her eyes and she sees Laura Lee looking down from her in the lake. And there's like light and then a fire behind Laura Lee. And she screams and Laura Lee's like, what's wrong? And she's like, I saw fire. And Laura Lee is like, that's the Holy Spirit. Anyways, it's a very interesting scene, but I don't think it was the Holy Spirit. Peace and love. Um, anyways, Kevin doesn't think Nat is crazy because Natalie is like... I don't know, being self-deprecating about like, oh, you don't want your kid with the crazy lady. And Kevin's like, I don't think you're crazy. You just went through a lot, which is sweet. I like Kevin for the most part, except for the fact he's a cop, cop because why the fuck did he have to be a cop? Um, like he said when he was explaining his job, he's like, it's a job, I guess. Like, yeah, but you didn't have to be a fucking cop. There are plenty of other jobs. <laughs> a cop? Anyways, um... Young Travis and Natalie are making out, hooking up in the plane again, and a condom falls out of his pocket. And she's like, I mean, if you want to. And then he asks what number he would be. She gets all mad because, duh. She's like, you're trying to find out if I'm a slut. She says, the 50s called. They want your dumbass attitude back. Welcome to 1996. Our vaginas have, like, monologues now. Pop off, queen. Um, and then... She's like, what number would I be? And he's like, I, the, the number zero. So he, she finds out that he's a virgin and she feels less mad at him because she's whatever. And she tells him that she's only had sex with two people um, and that it means something to her and that it would especially mean something with him. And then they hear an animal outside and it's a deer. Then we see adult Misty. She's watching Kevin and Natalie from the secret camera she planted and the gift she gave her. And they're, like, having sex. She's also, while she's watching Nat and Kevin, she's, like, crushing up drugs. And she calls Jessica Roberts to meet her. Um, yeah. Then we see Adam texting Sean a lot. He was also texting her a lot during the brunch, too. Um, and she ignored it. And then Jeff says he needs to go into the store again late. And Shauna texts Adam back now that Jeff is leaving. You know, she's like, oh, he's cheating on me, so I'll cheat on him back. Literally her whole thing. Anyways, Misty is listening to Phantom of the opera in her car and jessica gets in her car which is very stupid and she stabs her with the drugs she was crushing up earlier and 
Jessica Roberts passes out immediately. She wakes up locked in Missy's basement. Um, why the fuck would you get into somebody's car? I don't really know. Maybe I'm, I say this as if this would happen to me. I would definitely do that. Anyways, young Natalie and Travis bring back the deer. It has bloody antlers, which is what Lottie saw before. Then they bleed it out. Shauna bleeds it out and has maggots inside. It's like a, a fucked up deer. Lottie's like, I'm not crazy. And Laura Lee's like, no, you have a gift. Ty decides, she's like, we don't have any food. We're like, you know, things are getting sparse. We're running out of food. We need to go get help. Adult Nat gets a text from the blackmailer. And about like, it's go time. You have to give us the money now. And then we see adult Ty in a tree eating dirt. So it's kind of now revealed that she was in fact eating dirt in the 1996 timeline. She like gets a text message. She's clearly like in some state and she's eating dirt kind of like in a trance. And then she gets a text message and she kind of comes to, and she like looks down and she notices she's covered in dirt and her hand is bloody. So, and that's how the episode ends. Episode seven is called no compass. Adult Ty wakes up post dirt eating because the text message from the blackmailer wakes her up and she's covered in blood and she like goes inside she scrubs her hands she's getting more text messages being like hurry up um and then we see young ty trying to convince them to join her search team a lot of them don't want to laura lee asks lottie for her opinion she's like lottie what do you think and lottie kind of like doesn't want to say anything um which again, I have so many mixed feelings because I don't hate Laura Lee and obviously they're children, but it's like, I feel like Laura Lee unknowingly maybe like kind of encouraged Lottie to put more stake into. And again, there's so much like gray area of like people actually think Lottie's a psychic and it's a supernatural ability. But I, I kind of watch the show from like the mental illness reading and I just, I don't know. Obviously, none of them are handling things well, but it's like, I I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Anyways, um, they're trying to, like, figure out what they're going to do if somebody's going to go, like, the search team. Natalie's like, she can't take the gun. We need the gun. Van is against them going. Jackie thinks it makes sense. Laura Lee thinks... And then they kind of... Ty is like, I don't really care. Join me or don't. I'm going. Then Laura Lee is talking to Lottie and she thinks that Lottie should have told them about a dream she had. Um, and Lottie's like, they wouldn't have wanted to listen anyway. Ty, then we see Ty cutting off her hair and Van's like, I'm going with you. Like I have to go with you. And she gives a really beautiful speech about wanting to take Thaisa to New York to get a soft pretzel and go on a horse and carriage ride through central park. I want to know if this happened. I hope they show this at some point. Um, Mari and Akila decide that they're joining Ty. Travis is packing up and in the cabin because he's he wants to go. He's like planning to go. And Nat convinces him to stay. She's like, I I really don't want you to go. Lottie gives Van a bone that didn't burn um from one of the animals. I don't know if it was the the deer, but like they had burned something and there was one bone that didn't burn. So they gate so 
Lottie gives it to Van for protection. She's like, and she tells Van about her dream that includes a river of blood. Misty sees Ben talking to Ty through the window of the cabin and she decides to go with Ty. She like packs up and she's like, I'm going. They all say goodbye to the group that's going with Ty. Um, That rhymed and I didn't mean it to. Ha (laughs) ha. Present day, Nat, Ty, and Shauna are meeting up to track the back, to track the blackmailer. In the 1996 timeline, Jackie confronts Shauna about why she's acting weird. This is also when we find out that Shauna's parents are divorced. Um, I always like getting little details into people's backstory in a way that feels natural. Um, like when Lottie says like the thing about her dad's only form of parenting, this is kind of like Jackie's like when you were lying about your parents being separated, that was more convincing than what you're being now. And it's kind of like a more organic way storytelling wise to get information out about characters that isn't like super clunky. Like it makes sense where she's like, remember when this happened, but it doesn't feel like anyways, I hope that made sense. Um, and Shauna tells her that she's pregnant and she says it's Randy's baby. In the present day, they drop the money off and they wait. Um, Shauna finds out that Ty paid for Natalie's rehab. And Ty says, who does Natalie have? We wouldn't be here if it wasn't for her, which I, which was always interesting to me. It always stood out to me. And a lot of people have been like, what did Natalie do? Like, obviously, no, Natalie was a hunter. She, like, got them a lot of food. But was there something that Natalie did that is the reason that they're there? Is there something we haven't seen yet that is the reason that Natalie, that that Ty feels this way about Natalie? Um, Young Ty judges Van for wearing the unburned bone thing, thinks that Lottie is, like, full of crap, all of that. Um, there's tension between them. (laughs) Adult Misty is watching Kevin in Nat's room and Jessica's in her basement. (laughs) Then Shauna and Shauna, Ty and no, Shauna, Ty and Natalie are waiting in the car for the blackmailer and Nat tells them about Kevin. Then in the 1996 timeline, young Natalie initiates having sex with Travis, but it it doesn't it doesn't work, and it's very awkward. And he leaves. <clears throat> Jackie asks Shauna about Randy. She's like pressing her for more details. She's not very consistent because she didn't think this lie through very well. Um, yeah, Van then like. All of the people that were on Ty's team, they're like camping out um, somewhere further in the woods after hiking the entire day. And Van's telling them a story, um, like summarizing the plot of a movie. They hear wolves and Ty says that they'll take turns keeping watch just to make sure. In the present day, Misty is watching the movie that that Van was summarizing in the woods. Misty thinks Jessica is blackmailing them and that's why she's like locked her in the basement and she's trying to like get information out of her. And Jessica confirms that Travis was murdered. And tells Misty that Thaisa hired her. She's just trying to get free, but she does believe that Travis was murdered. Javi is looking through Shauna's backpack and 
he's he's just looking for the knife to for an art project to carve something but she's like really freaked out um so she decides to hide her journal um we see the adults chasing the blackmailer he falls into glitter nat shoots at the car that he's driving but ty or nat tries to shoot at the car he's driving but ty moves her and the shot goes somewhere else um Natalie's really mad that he got away because the guy got rid of the tracking device. She thinks it's all connected to Travis's death. They don't really believe her. Uh, And she says, I know you think I'm crazy, but you know what? I see you guys are just as fucked up as I am. You're just better at lying to yourselves. And I love that line from Nat because I think it's very essential to their characters. I think they all have immense trauma that they're working through. But Nat's the only one that's kind of, like, feeling everything and living in her pain. They, in the wilderness, they come across a red river, the river of blood that, you know, Lottie's dream maybe predicted, and their compass isn't working. Van thinks Lottie might be right. She's, like, starting to believe in all of this. Some of them are hesitant about, like, continuing the search they're like maybe we should turn back they're starting to buy into lottie maybe predicting the future i don't really know shauna drives home and adam is waiting in her driveway he's like we can be something like you know he's he really likes her he's in really deep apparently and they have sex in her house which was a bad idea but whatever um we see that the gun Nat had that she shot at the blackmailer was Kevin. She returns it to his holster. Also a bad idea. Ty and Van, there's like tension between them. Ty agrees to take the first watch. Misty in the present day is talking about fentanyl. She like threatens Jessica's dad. She's like, you know, what's great about fentanyl is that like people just assume, am I saying fentanyl? Am I saying that incorrectly? I don't know anything about drugs. She's like, you know what's great about it is that people just assume it's an overdose. (laughs) Um, Anyways, and she threatens to like poison Jessica's dad. Jessica reveals that Travis's bank account was emptied the day after was emptied the day after he died, which means that whoever killed him probably had something to do with that because that's suspicious. Who can empty their bank account once they're dead? They can't. Um... Jeff comes home. It's like the next morning. Jeff comes home. He was he spent the whole night out. He said that he crashed at his store. Adam hides in the closet, and that's important later. Kevin notices his gun was fired, because I guess he can tell how many bullets were shot. I don't know anything about guns. Um, he gets mad at Nat. She lashes out. She's like, we were just having sex, and they, like, semi-breakup if they were even together we see Javi's art project it's like a little wolf he carved it's very very sweet um but also maybe foreshadowing shauna's and then we see shauna's journal is gone from where she hid it um and then we see jackie reading it and crying presumably finding out that she had sex with jeff ty wakes up in a tree Young Ty wakes up in a tree and she hears wolves. She freaks out. She sees Van being attacked. 
She kills the wolf, and they think Van is dead. Episode 8 is called Plight of the Bumblebee. They, it opens with them in the wilderness. They think Van is dead. So they're trying to, I guess, cremate her because they put her on a, they make a fire. They put her body on a fire. They're like crying and she starts moving. So she's alive. They move her from the fire. They put the fire out. Poor Van has almost been burned alive like three times now. It's only twice, but still. But she really almost died so many times. (laughs) We see... Young Laura Lee, as in before the crash, Laura Lee, at a pool, she, like, falls, she hurts herself, she, like, gets resuscitated, and the guy who resuscitates her is wearing a cross, and he mentions Jesus, and we kind of get more insight into why she is such a believer. Um, She was clearly already a Christian, though, because it was a Christian camp. Um, Yeah. In the woods, she begs for a sign from God, and a bird comes down. Lottie wonders if Ty's group is okay. (sighs) They're not. Um, Callie Callie finds Adam's driver's license, and she, like, gets mad at at her mom. Um... And she tells Shauna that she can't find him anywhere. Like, she did all this. Like, she's like, he's not on the internet. That's a red flag. Like, it's 2021. If you can't find somebody on Instagram, red flag. And honestly, she's not wrong. Shauna digs into Pratt. Like, she calls the school he allegedly went to and finds out he was never a student there. Um, So she's starting to become suspicious because he does, you know... He maybe lied about some things. Jeff bought Shauna a dress for the reunion, which we find out the 25-year reunion is coming up. Um, Shauna's like, I don't really like this dress. (laughs) Anyways, in the woods, Travis is playing solitaire, and Nat throws... He's like, he's playing solitaire and that comes in and she's like, there are no queens in that tech, which is a throwaway line that then becomes important later on. So, and I think it's interesting now, if you've seen everything without spoiling anything, I think it's very interesting that Natalie's the one who, who tells us as the audience that if you know, you know, if not, I'll get there, put a pin in that. Put a pin in that if you haven't seen the rest of the show. But there's no queens in that deck. Um, He's still being weird because of their failed sex thing. Anyways. Um, Then we see Adult Nat getting drunk in her hotel room. And she texts somebody about cocaine. So she is not doing well. Young Nat finds Coach by the lake. Um, and they talk about Misty and Nat very casually is like, she's not your type anyway. And he's like, what do you mean? And she's like, you're into dudes. And he's like super freaked out because this is the nineties. He can't tell people he's gay. I mean, it's 2023 and people think that if you're a gay teacher, you're trying to groom kids. Like, you know what I mean? I don't blame him for being really wary of like, oh, I'm not gay. Like, you know what? I, I get it. I get it. And, um, and she's like, no, I think it's cool. Like, do you have a boyfriend? This is how we find out that that he had a boyfriend. 
Paul, who was a writer, um, which I wonder if that ever comes in into it. Like, does Paul ever write about Ben and the wilderness? Like, I wonder if, because we don't know if adult Ben lives. Like, we haven't met adult Ben. Like, a lot of people think Ben dies. I think Ben dies. But um, if he lives, I think that would be cool. <laughs> um, but I wonder if, I think this would be a really interesting which I didn't write this down. It just came to me. Um, but I think it would be really interesting narratively if they brought Paul in somehow, like adult Paul in the 20, like in the present day timeline of maybe if Ben dies, when Ben dies, maybe that could be intercut with like Paul wanting to find out because I, I don't really know how they're going to move forward with the adult timeline in in season three and I think maybe that would be interesting kind of similar to season one where people are digging in to it maybe there could be something about like maybe Ben's trying to write something about them but I don't know if that's enough about anyways I just think it's interesting that they made him a writer maybe that has nothing to do with that but anyways that's a little tangent anyways um Nat asks Ben, if she think if he thinks that Travis might be gay because you know all of that, and he's like, don't make a big deal out of it. It's stress, probably. Um, and then Ben's like, you can't tell anybody that I'm gay. Ty is holding Van as they head back. The others are go ahead because they're taking a very long time because Ty was literally attacked by a wolf. Um, not that they don't say it in a judgmental way. I'm just saying like poor Van. Anyways, Adult Misty and then we see Adult Misty with Jessica. Um, Misty is watching Natalie and sees her buying the Coke and storms out. Travis goes by the lake and Jackie's there and, and Jackie tells him that Natalie slept with Bobby Farley, that she was hooking up with him right before they left. Travis obviously gets very mad about this. Adult, adult Natalie goes to snort the coke that she bought, and but Misty barges in and does it to stop her, and it's so funny. Um, and then we see in the 1996 timeline, Travis get mad at Natalie about Bobby. She's like, they break up. She's like, I didn't even know you. Like, I didn't even know about the flex thing. I didn't even know you. They get mad. Anyways, it's like this whole thing. He's, she's like, I made a mistake. Like, I didn't know you. And he's like, maybe I made a mistake too. And she's like, well, it's a good thing you couldn't get it up. Um, and they break up and it's sad. And then she gets mad at Jackie because Jackie's the one who told Travis. Then... Adult Nat finds out that Misty's been watching her because Misty's like, I couldn't just watch you do this. And Misty is like freaking out because she's like, I've never done coke. She's like, oh my God, if this has PCP or fentanyl, I could be dead in minutes. And you know what? I was willing to risk that for you. And you know what? She ate, she slayed that. I love Misty. Like she's crazy, but I love her. Um... Then there's, um, we see family dinner at the Sadeckis, which is Shauna's family. I don't know if they've said that their last name is Sadecki. Anyways, um, and then Thaisa stops by. They go for a walk, and Thaisa tells Shauna that she's sleepwalking again. So this is the first time we get, like, 
the tree dirt eating tie thing being defined as sleepwalking because up until this point like we we've seen her kind of wake up from it but in the she hadn't said that she was sleepwalking yet. I think she says it in this episode later when she's talking about what happened with Van. She's like, I was sleepwalking. I must have been sleepwalking because I woke up in a tree. But this is the first time it's kind of like defined as sleepwalking. Anyways. Um, and we find out Biscuit's missing. Biscuit is their dog. She thinks she must have freaked him out and, and he ran away. Um, yeah. Shauna invites her to sleep over. She's like, Callie's sleeping at a friend's house. Which, side note, they let Callie sleep over at a friend's house all the time. And, like, I get that she's a teenager, but, like, she has a boyfriend. Do they not care that she might be having sex with her boyfriend? I mean, I don't really know. I'm not a, I'm not a parent. But, like, that's a lot of sleepovers. I say this as if my parents didn't let friends sleep over a lot. But, like, I just, I don't really know. I don't really know. They just never seem concerned. Callie's, like, never there. Anyways, <laughs> in the wilderness... Ty's group is back, but without Ty. And they tell them about Van being injured and they lead them to Ty and Van. And they help them back to the cabin. Akilah, like, like, sews Van's wounds, like, stitches. Which, how the hell does she know how to do this? But she slayed that. And then we see adult Ty and Shauna kind of having a sleepover. Um, They talk about what their lives would have been like. And Shauna, like, talks about how she was going to go to Brown and, like, fall in love with a floppy-haired, like, president of the Lit Mag. And he would be impressed by her writing. Um, But then it would fall apart when she, like, went to France and met Francois of mine. And then Ty talks about, like, going to Howard and then Columbia Law and clerking for, like, a big for like a firm and then like she like describes her plan which I didn't I don't remember it very clearly but Shauna's like but that's that's what you did and she says yeah but not a single one of those things felt real which is kind of sad and I find it very interesting and I'm very excited to see hopefully more glimpses into what happened post-rescue and those 25 years in between because it's so interesting how some of them like went back to their regular lives and others didn't I mean we find out what happened with Lottie in season two but it's like you know what I mean it's like it's just so fascinating Shauna like went back and like uh, like got married and like I, I just I'm really interested to see anyways I find that very interesting that Titus went back as if things like everything never happened and yet all those things that she lived, she doesn't feel like they, they were real. It's just, it's all very interesting. I love this show. Um, Nat is trying to get into bank, like adult Nat is trying to get Travis's bank info. She like destroys the room. She's like, don't you believe in love to the phone operator? It's so funny. And then she finds Coke on the floor and snorts it. It's very well done scene. I, I like that scene. Then we see Misty coming back from helping Nat. And Jessica Roberts is holding her bird, Caligula. And she threatens to kill Caligula. And Misty, like, throws something so Caligula can fly away. 
Um, and then Misty cries to Jessica. And I, and I just feel like it's so much of this is probably has to do with her being high, but she's like very emotional. Um, and then we see young Ty telling, tell Shauna she's sleepwalking and that Van's attack was her fault and she comforts her. And it, it, again, this mirrors the present where this is the first episode where it's labeled sleepwalking and Shauna and Ty like find comfort in each other. And then in the present timeline, Ty is sleeping over at Shauna's house. Like it's, I, I, I like this. I, I like the parallels. Adult, adult Shauna tells Ty about the affair and they talk about feeling it and like the thrill, I guess, of being with somebody. And Ty says, whenever, like what I have with Simone, it's different. It's like comfortable, it's safe. Whenever somebody made me feel it, like it never ended well, which I, I find interesting. Sh- um, Shauna confronts Adam about the art school lie and he... He looks like, yeah, I was just trying to impress you, yada, yada, yada. And then he says they should go to a cabin together this weekend. And she forgives him. She's, like, on board. <laughs> then Lorelei, back in the in the past timeline, Lorelei announces that she's going to fly the plane. She's like, Van needs medical attention. And then Jackie outs that Sean is pregnant. Obviously, she does this to be spiteful <laughs> because... She's pissed at Shauna for having an affair with her boyfriend. Although she does not... Like, Jackie, for the next few episodes, until she, like, reveals that she knows, is so shady. Um, And it's hilarious, but, like, she's shady the entire time. Anyways, Coach Ben says no, trying to be some sort of authority figure. Coach Ben is so interesting because he's, like, allegedly their coach. But, and I wonder if he hadn't, like, lost his leg if his storyline would be different at all, does that make any sense? Like, does that make any sense? I just, I feel like so much of his storyline in season one is like dealing with like his, his leg being amputated and then dealing with Misty. But I feel like we see so little of him trying to be a leader. There are like a few moments where he's like, no, I'm an adult. Don't do this. But the rest it's like, he's barely there. I don't really know. Anyways, <laughs> sorry. Sorry to Ben. Um, not sorry to Ben. Anyways, Laura Lee doesn't care. And she curses too, which I found interesting because in like the second episode when she was talking about cursing her um, piano teacher, like she, she's, she seems very innocent. But she's like, I don't fucking care. She says something. She says the F word. I don't, I didn't write it down exactly what she said, but it's kind of like it doesn't like, like, it's a very interesting shift in Lorelei kind of being like, I don't really care. Like, we're in a dire situation. Then we see adult Nat at an NA meeting, and she runs into her old sponsor. She says she needs her. Um, they Then we see her, like, having coffee with her later, and she's like, I need help looking into Travis. She really does want to help her, and then she blackmails her, threatens her, um, so she'll help her. She's basically like, Back in the day when they were still both using, um, her sponsor would, like, use her job's access, I think, to, like, sell people, like, identity theft or something so they could get money for drugs. I don't really know, but she has, like, dirt on this former sponsor of her. Um, her, She has dirt on her former sponsor that she's going to use. 
Um, yeah. In the wilderness, the girls are preparing the plane for Laura Lee's flight. Shauna's mad at Jackie. She's like, why'd you tell people? And she's like, the baby needs help. <laughs> um, and she's like, we shouldn't keep, it's not the time to keep secrets. Like, okay, girl, just confront her. But I get it. You're 17. Um, Simone and Sammy are making lost dog signs when Ty comes home. And Ty tells her about the sleepwalking. She tells her that she and Sammy should go. At first, Simone's like, no, we can get you help. And she's like, you don't understand. It's dangerous. You need to leave. So, yeah. Shauna notices glitter in her closet when she's getting ready. Um, She's like packing to prepare, I think, to go to the cabin with Adam. And she notices glitter in her closet and she opens her um, safe where she had kept her journals and they're gone. So she assumes that Adam is the blackmailer because he's the person that she can think of that was last in her closet. She confronts Adam. Then we see Nat and... Travis, it's still an awkward dynamic. They say goodbye to Laura Lee. Everybody, like, hugs her. Um, It's, like, sad but hopeful. She flies off, and the plane is working. Like, she's doing well, and then it explodes. Um, Yeah. And there's a lot of, like, conspiracy or, like, you know, interest in where the fire comes from because it seems like the bear is what catches her stuffed bear, Leonard, catches on fire first. And some people think maybe it was the wilderness. Like, I don't really know. Um, but I think the plane was just probably old. But it's interesting nonetheless. Lottie is especially devastated. The episode ends with, like, her screaming but it's silent like there's no sound we just see Lottie screaming and it's so sad it's very sad episode nine is called doom coming I love this episode it opens with Shauna confronting Adam like we see the rest of the scene because in episode eight she was just like who the fuck are you and then it cut to like the 1996 timeline and we didn't see the rest of it so in episode nine we see the rest of the confrontation she accuses him of being the blackmailer um and it's a it's a very interesting scene because she's like clearly frantic and we see glimpses of like them hooking up and they're like scenes of them together and she's clearly like spiraling um freaking out she accuses him we see glimpses into the wilderness like it's a lot of things intercut and i feel like it's very indicative of shauna's general mood mind state what mindset whatever you want to call it if that makes sense like I, I just i think it's it's very interesting how this scene is done um she stabs adam but it's like young shauna which again i think it's kind of like she's regressing and i think all these glimpses it's kind of like trauma responses and like flashbacks and like her spiraling i i just think it the way it's done really made me feel 
like get into Shauna's emotional state when she stabbed him. And the fact that that she stabs him and then we see young Shauna holding the knife, stabbing him. It was just such a well done scene in the wilderness. They're starving. They're eating like grub. I think it's scrub. I don't really know. They're eating like worms or something off a tree. And they're like clearly starving. Jackie doesn't want to eat anything. Mari accidentally made alcohol. She like pulls it out. She's like, you know, this is the time I was trying to preserve it. But I I think I made booze. And Jackie's like, we should have a a party. Um, We have dresses for the banquet. Or somebody else says we have dresses from for the awards banquet packed awards banquet for sorry i don't know if i sound as stupid there um (coughs) lottie lottie crowns the term coins the term doom coming an icon a legend she's the best um adult shauna finds her journals in the closet again and she realizes that it wasn't adam it was jeff she's freaking out she confronts Jeff. He confesses about the blackmail. He needed the money. He wasn't going to involve Shauna. He got like a bad. His furniture store was like not doing well because, you know, capitalism. And he needed a loan, but then he got a bad loan and then he owned the bad he owed the bad loan people. And he thought that Thaisa had money, so he or Natalie maybe, so he could like blackmail them and he wasn't going to involve her. Um, like she wasn't supposed to be involved. He's like, we can move on. Like, it's not a big deal. It's all sorted. Now I got the money. And she's like, that can't happen. Cause I killed somebody. <laughs> um, super casual, you know, romance. Then in the wilderness, they're doc, they're decorating for doom coming. And we see Lottie make like the antler thing, which is a symbol that comes up later. But anyways, Misty asks Ben to the dance. And he's like, sure. Jackie wonders. Jackie wonders about like where they'd be if they hadn't crashed. She's like, it would probably be rush week at Rutgers right now, which I find interesting because that means it's like already the fall, which obviously because the season ends with winter, but it's like at this point, it's already the fall the summer has already passed and they're into the fall, which is the start of a new school year. Man, that's so depressing to think about. Like thinking about if I was stranded in the wilderness, like the summer right before I was supposed to go to college. That That's so depressing. Anyways, and my first semester of college wasn't particularly great. It's not like I would be missing out on a lot, but like it's just sad to think about everything they missed out on. And what some of them never got back. But anyways, Jackie says that she has decided she's not going to die a virgin. And Shauna's like, with who? And then she like looks at Travis and she's like, you can't do that. (laughs) And she's like, why? Because of Natalie? They haven't talked in weeks. And then again, she makes a shady comment being like, why do you like him? I would never want us competing over a boy knowing damn well that she is pregnant by her boyfriend's. By, by her boyfriend. Like, it's just so silly. It's so silly. Like, just confront her, girly. Um, but I get it. You're 17. Anyways. Then we see adult Shauna telling Jeff about killing Adam, the affair. Jeff, and she's like, come on. Don't act like you weren't having an affair, too. And he's like, too? 
we find out Jeff wasn't having an affair. The woman he saw, the woman she saw him with was one of the bad loan people. And then Jeff gets really sad about the book. Not sad, but he's like, there's no book club. Iconic. Iconic line. Um, poor Jeff. <laughs> poor Jeff. Um, Jackie's doing, then in the wilderness, Jackie is doing Misty's makeup. And they have a nice conversation about Jackie being like, you should be with somebody who wants to be with you. To Misty. Jeff says in the in the present day, Jeff says that he'll confess to the murder. Um, but Shauna doesn't want people digging into what they did in the wilderness. And he's like, if it finds if if people find out, like then people might dig into like the blackmail and then they might dig into why you we were being blackmailed. She's like she's like, that can't happen. And we find out Jeff told Randy about the blackmail because Randy is Jeff's best friend. Um, And then Jeff has the idea. He's like, well, if you thought Adam was blackmailing you, why can't the other? So they decide to tell the other people that Adam was the blackmailer, not Jeff. Misty in in the wilderness, Misty pulls out mushrooms that she had like stored away. Um, They're all getting ready for the party. Lottie is wearing a, a... one of Laura Lee's dresses, which is sad. Um, Ty makes her self and Van masks because Van's face is still scarred from the stitches of the wolf attack. Um, like, girl, you look fine. You almost died. No worry. You don't have to cover your face. But I, I get it. I get it. Um, Shauna's dress doesn't fit the same because she is pregnant. And she, like, needs help. And then Misty goes to help her and leaves her mushrooms on the table. And Mari puts them in the stew um, without asking her permission, which is just rude. Nat and Travis are, like, there's tents when they're getting ready. It's so annoying. And then Misty and in the present day, Misty is hanging out with Jessica again. And... Jessica is telling Misty stories, trying to get Misty to tell her stories. Um, Natalie destroys the vending machine. I don't know why I wrote that down. It's not that important, but I I did anyways. Then it's election day. Um, Ty's really upset about the, the tension with her and Simone. She's like, my wife moved out. And I have to say, I find this a little bit confusing because... Like, she's the one who told her to leave. She's like, it's dangerous. Simone wanted to be there to support her. You're the one who pushed Simone away. Like, I I don't understand. I don't get it. And then, like, Simone was mad at you at first, but the, the whole her moving out was not her decision. I don't really know. Anyways, we also find out that... It's a 15-year-old marriage, which I find interesting timeline-wise. They've been married for 15 years. It's been 25 years since the wilderness. So there's a 10-year gap in between when... Like, uh, we don't know when her and Van broke up. There's just... There's a lot of questions, but I found found that interesting. They've been together for 15 years. Um, And then it's June coming in the wilderness. They all look so beautiful. I literally... I, I love this episode for that reason. Van and Ty walk out and kiss together. Everybody claps. Gay rights. Yay pride month. Um, They're eating the stew and drinking Mari's weird wine alcohol thing. 
Um, yeah, they're all drinking the stew. Shauna tries to get Jackie to eat, and she pretends to, but she pours out her stew, which is very important. Jackie grabs Travis to dance. After Travis tells... Travis is, like, standing next to Nat, and he's like, you look be- you look pretty. She, like, doesn't really reply, and then Jackie grabs him. Lottie proposes a moment of silence for Laura Lee. May she rest in peace. And then Lottie, Lottie starts singing a song. They sing and dance. Jackie dances with Travis. Nat leaves with the coach. She's, she's like, I have actual alcohol. Do you want to get out of here? Um, and then Jackie and Travis leave. Shauna looks upset. In the present day, Shauna and Jeff are talking about her journals um, because she's like, you read all of that like years ago and you still, and he's like, of course, I still love you. You were, you were kids. Like what happened out there? Like you, you were kids and you were going through a lot. And I just, this is the moment where I was like, I am in love with this man. You know that Demi Lovato sound where it's like, I love this man and I have to have him or whatever it is. That was me with Jeff in this moment. Like, imagine your husband read, like, you find out that your husband read your journals about you being a cannibal 15 years ago and still loved you. I would literally die. I feel like I'm unlovable for my issues. But this man out here is like, oh, she murdered somebody. She was a cannibal. Peace and love. I still respect it. I just, he's so sweet. Anyways. Shauna calls Ty about the about the blackmail. Ty calls Nat. And then in the wilderness, we see Nat and Coach talking. They start tripping, and he's like, oh, no, I think Misty poisoned me again. And she's like, I think, I think she poisoned all of us. Like, okay, she drugged you. She didn't poison you. There's a difference. But she didn't do it on purpose. Like, everybody blames... Misty, and yeah, they were her mushrooms, but she didn't put them in the stew. Should she have been like, hey, like her mistake was obviously she still wanted the coach to be drugged, so she didn't say anything. Like that was her mistake, but she didn't drug them. It wasn't her fault. Mari's the one who took mushrooms that didn't belong to her and put them in the stew. It's Mari's fault. She's the chef. Anyways, <laughs> Thaisa, they're all tripping. Somebody says Thaisa looks like a tree. And then somebody says, or do the trees look like Thaisa? I wrote that down because I feel like that might be kind of important. The trees, Thaisa, Thaisa and the trees, the sleepwalking, the eating, the dirt, the man with no eyes, the symbol, trees, the sleepwalking with the symbol in season two. Maybe it's all connected. Anyways, something to note, something to note. And Lottie says we won't be hungry much longer. Jackie kisses Travis. They're like they're um they're they're in the cabin now. Jackie kisses Travis. He's like, what about Nat? He says he's in love with her. And Jackie's basically like, none of it matters. The first person like who you lose your virginity to, it doesn't matter. She's like, I used to think I used to wonder if I loved Jeff when the truth is I didn't really like him that much. Like she just she's she's in her not giving a fuck about anything era. And you know what? I respect it on some level. But anyways, Misty is looking for Ben now that they're all high. Oh, Lottie says they should find Jackie and Travis after somebody points out that they left together because he doesn't belong to her. Jackie and Travis have sex. The girls 
are like running, howling. They're fully devolved and, you know, they're high on mushrooms. Um, they're howling. They're, you know, whatever. Travis is clearly high too. It's, it's so funny. He's like, we're not here, right? She's like, so that was sex. And he's like silent. And she's like, no, no, don't take it personally. And he's like, but we weren't here. We disappeared. Like he's high out of his mind. All the girls crash into the cabin, get mad at Jackie. It's a very weird scene where I have to preface everything with they're high because like they're high. But Lottie kisses Travis and then I think Shauna does and then Mari does. Um, Jackie is like super confused because she is not high. She didn't drink the stew. Um, Lottie like pushes Jackie and she's like, you don't matter anymore. Pop off. That's Lottie dethroning Jackie as their leader in my mind. Um, and she locks Jackie in the pantry. They're all kissing Travis. It's very weird. They rip his shirt off. Um, except Ty and Van who like run off. Um, he breaks free and starts running and suddenly they picture him as a stag and they decide to chase him. Shauna sees Javi and tells Javi to run in a very creepy voice. She's like, run. Um, then we see Ty and Van having sex outside and Ty's like, take off your mask. You're so beautiful. Love them. Anyways. Then Nat is still with Coach Ben, and she's crying about Travis. Um, and he's like, you should go find Travis. Like, love is all that matters. Then Misty overhears and agrees with Ben about love being all that matters. And and he and she's like, I heard what you said. I love you. And Ben's like, I'm gay. Like, I don't love you. I love Paul. And she's like, who's Paul? And he's like, my boyfriend. I'm gay. So Misty is no longer... I mean, I, she probably still likes him, but she's like, he's gay. Anyways, Nat goes to the cabin. She finds Jackie locked in the pantry, and they run after the girls to find Travis and everything. Lottie tells Shauna she knows what to do, and she goes to kill Travis um, to, like, bleed him out again because they view they think he is a stag, and Shauna's the butcher. So she goes to slit his throat, and Lottie says, it's okay, it wants us to. Um, which again, one of the things people don't like Lottie for, they were on drugs. She's innocent. <laughs> She's innocent. Um, and then Nat stops Shauna. Nat and Lottie have like a mini fight. <laughs> I wrote in my notes, not Nat and Lottie have a mini fight, parentheses. They're in love. <laughs> um, but yeah, she like, she stops her. Um, and she says, haven't you done enough, Lottie? That's an that's enough of your weird fucking bullshit Lottie haven't you done enough and the way she says it chef's kiss they're in love anyways <laughs> I literally they're my favorite they're my two favorite characters um but yeah Travis is free though he saves thank god for Natalie adult Natalie and time meet up at Adam's place and find out Shauna killed him not as upset because she was excited to see the blackmailer so she could find out answers about Travis's death and she's not getting them. So she's mad. Um, she's like really mad. They don't know what to do with his body. And that suggests they all, they call Misty for help or they get Misty's help because Misty is a citizen detective. <laughs> they, they don't say that, but 
not suggest that she get they get Misty's help, which I really like. I think their dynamic is very interesting to me. Jessica Roberts, still locked in Misty's basement, helps Misty plan her outfit for the 25-year reunion. And they talk about the book deal that Misty has now, like, told Jessica Roberts that she is considering or agreed to. Then that is at Misty's door. She compliments her because she's all dolled up preparing for the reunion. And she asks her for help. And... And she's like, with what? And she's like, well, citizen detective, we need you to get rid of a body. <laughs> Slay. And that's where episode nine ends. Episode 10 is called Sick Transit Gloria Mundi. I don't really know what that means. Um, I know somebody, I think the, somebody named Gloria dies later. I think it has something to do with that, but I'm not really sure. Anyways, Lottie, the it opens with Lottie asleep outside. They're, they're all asleep outside post mushroom trip shauna's starting to realize remember they're all kind of freaked out i don't think any of them knows they're high on mushrooms yet adult misty is at her job getting supplies and she like pretends she's there to get a tupperware it's like her cover story and nat's like why didn't we just buy these supplies and she's like I don't know what percentage of killers she says but she's like this percentage of killers gets caught buying cleaning supplies <laughs> um she slays anyways um nat agreed to go to the reunion in exchange for help which i just i I think that's so wholesome that's what misty wanted from her like that's so sweet misty just wants friends um sure she killed some people to get there but like don't we all just want to belong young nat and travis are talking He's like, I got laid, like, I don't really, like, I'm, I'm fine. And she's like, I don't care about that. Like, they almost killed you. Are you okay? And he is, like, so dismissive. Like, she's being so wholesome. She never once that we've seen has ever been like, you fucked Jackie. Like, she never brings that up. She never does. I love you, Nat. Um, Queen, love her. Anyways. Travis is going to look for Javi because she, he hasn't seen him since last night. Adult Misty is at Adam's place to fix the problem. And it's so funny. She's like, who died? And she's like, no, really. Whose body is this? Um, and they like split up the, the tasks for the murder cleanup. And I didn't remember this. Like I blocked this out. Because when I was re-watching and taking notes, I was like, I don't remember any of this. Shauna cuts up his body. Nat is, like, really mad because she still wants answers. And Shauna's like, I don't really know if any of it is connected. Because she's right. At least that we know. I mean, the blackmail didn't have anything to do with that because the blackmail was Jeff. But anyways, um, we find out Misty's like, do this. And she says torsos are useless, which I feel like is an interesting tidbit thing to know for when the adam martin stuff comes back up in season two she says torsers are useless maybe they're not misty um anyways jackie is so mad about everything that happened because she did because they were all high but she wasn't and they were acting crazy because they were on drugs it's just it's honestly it's so funny because she's like so pissed off the entire time and it's like i get it because i feel like i would be too but like they were on drugs anyways 
and the coach coach reveals that they were on shrooms. She's like, he's like, hey, I'm sure we all did some crazy things on account of the shrooms, and they're like shrooms. So, which I. I think it's interesting, and I didn't write this down, or if I did, I forgot to mention it, but I think it's interesting the way that Natalie's, like, role, like, like, role as the burnout, like, person who did drugs, and, like, you know, she got high at the party the night before, all of that, really helped and played a role in the doom coming thing, because she immediately is like, I don't think you can die off shrooms. Like, she could tell she was high on shrooms. Like, she she knew what the high felt like. And probably on some level, because she's done shrooms before, and she could tell immediately what drugs she was on, she was a bit more grounded in reality and was able to stop Shauna from killing Travis. You know what I mean? Like, I, I think that's an interesting dynamic of the way the drug impacted different people. And I think that's why, like, Lottie's uh, being on medic Lottie being unmedicated and having, like, a history of, like, being on schizophrenia medication and all of that and being, like, diagnosed with schizophrenia. I think that's very important to know when... People are like, she led, because I, I've seen people say this in like my comment section on TikTok, that she led the charge during Doomcoming. And it's like, one, they were all in shrooms, and, tr- and two, I'm sure that those kind of drugs can really impact you, especially if you already have like those kind of disorders. You know what I mean? Like, I just, I, I, I think the way that they reacted differently to the drugs, Natalie, you know what? I, anyways, does that make sense? I hope that made sense. I lost my train of thought. Oh, they're all mad at Misty now that they found out that they were drugged because they think it was Misty's fault. But I still kind of think it was Mari's fault because why would you take somebody's mushrooms without checking? Like she was, she didn't like leave them out on the table exposed. She had them like under a rag. Like Misty had to snoop. Anyways, they they're all mad at Misty and they're beefing with Misty and they hear a rustling. And a bear appears and Lottie approaches the bear and they're all freaked out. But the bear lays down, it like sits down and Lottie just stabs it. The bear gave itself up to them. Um, very interesting scene. Then we see the 25 year reunion. Um, Jeff's there. It's the first introduction we get to the reunion. Allie is there, the one who's they broke her legs so she wasn't on the plane she's like i was almost on the plane um that would be my claim to fame too honestly um we see misty at the funeral home i think this is the gloria person who but maybe it's not maybe gloria mundy is somebody i should like i a pop culture reference i should know if it is i apologize but she's like there and it's because she's getting rid of his face and hands because she said that that like torsos are useless. It's the fingerprints and the head and all of that that gets people caught. So she like threw all of that in somebody's body because they're about to be cremated or something. I don't really know. Anyways, um, we see all of the adult yellow jackets dealing with the aftermath and getting ready for the reunion. They're crying, they're showering. It's like really sad. Jeff left Shauna another dress that he bought and he's like, this is more you, which is sweet. Um, we see Ty, Nat, and Shauna walk into the reunion together. Misty's already there and she's really excited to see Nat. 
Um, in the wilderness, they're preparing the bear meat, um, but they won't let Misty help. <laughs> Again, nobody blames Mari. Anyways, um, maybe you should check if the mushrooms are poisonous before you put them in the stew. I'm like, okay, girl. Uh, okay. Ty and Van have a talk in the attic. And Van is like, I saw something after I was attacked. Like, I think I was in between. She's like, something was out there with us. Interesting. Interesting. And Van is like, none of us know what's going on. Like, none of us can explain any of this. And Ty's like, no, there are rational explanations for everything. And there's like, just general, like, they generally, there's tension because Van is trying to, like, Van is starting to believe in the supernatural, like, spiritual power of the wilderness. And ties, like, there are logical explanations for everything. So, um, yeah. The, in the present day, Nat is staring at the Yellow Jackets trophies, photos, memorial thing, in, like, display in the hallway. Kevin comes up to talk to her. They kind of, like, seem okay now post-ugly conversation in the hotel <laughs> when she was like, we're just fucking. And she says that he and Travis were a lot alike, and he's like, why? Because we both loved you. It's kind of sad. Brandy approaches Shauna in the gym, and he, she threatens him. She's like, I will destroy you if you ever tell anybody about the blackmail. And then we see the teens eating the bear meat and van asks lottie how she knew they wouldn't be hungry much longer because she said that the night before she's like i don't know i just knew again they were on drugs <laughs> like they were on drugs anyways um van ja jackie's like really negative the entire time van wants to say thanks they like pray um van asks lottie to lead the prayer then it cuts back to the reunion. There was a speech and a tribute, which is intercut with Lottie's prayer. Misty gets mad at Jackie for, like, not participating in the prayer. Jackie is still mad about Doom coming. She's like, we just have orgies and, like, howl at the moon now. And Coach Ben is like, what are you guys talking about? And then Sean and Jackie have a fight, which this fight, I feel like, is a culmination of, of a lot of those little hints of... Jackie and Shauna's relationship of Jackie maybe telling her what to do, all of that. Um, Shauna or Jackie reveals that Shauna's baby is Jeff's baby and that Jeff and Shauna were having sex with each other. Um, Shauna realizes that Jackie's the one who read her journal. Shauna's like, you tell me what to, she's like, I'm surprised you even know other people exist. Like, you tell me what to wear, who to hook up with. I don't even like soccer. You never even asked me if I wanted to go to Rutgers. You just assumed I'd go wherever you go. Like, and then Jackie's like, it must be so hard living in my shadow, Shauna. Like, did I make you do that? Um, we see adult Shauna staring at Jackie's photo in the tribute intercut with young Shauna and Jackie fighting. Jackie tells Shauna to get out. She's like, I can't even be, I can't even look at you. And, and she's like, no, that's your problem. You leave. So Jackie goes outside. Jeff and Shauna dance at the reunion because the king and homecoming 
king and queen aren't there because Jackie's not there. So Shauna dances with Jeff because he was the homecoming king. Um, and it's the same, the song they're dancing to is the same song that they were singing at Doom Coming, which I found interesting. She tells Jeff she took care of everything, but like that she doesn't want to tell him too much because, you know, um, we see Jackie start to gather like wood to make some kind of fire outside. Misty lets Jessica Roberts go like she lets her go. Simone calls Ty and tells her she'll be picking stuff up for Sammy while Ty's not home. And again, I, I, I find this kind of interesting that suddenly Simone is like, oh, yeah, I'll be there when you're not there. because It's easier when like the last thing we saw of Simone, it was her being like, I'll help you. Like, it's not your fault. Like kind of sympathizing with Ty after being mad at her. I find it interesting that she kind of goes right back to being mad at her. Uh, but anyways, Jessica is starting to get ready to leave. She can't find her cigarettes and Misty gives them to her and she drives away. And she's like, we'll deal with the book stuff later because Misty's kind of convinced her that she will, that she will, um, be, take, she, she agreed to the book deal. Anyways, um, Jackie is sleeping outside, trying to light a fire. Travis is still looking for Javi. He and Nat meet up. Adult Nat is cleaning her hotel room. It's intercut with young Natalie and Travis having a heart-to-heart, and he apologizes and says he loves her. Jessica Roberts is driving, and she lit her cigarette, and she passes out while driving, and we see that Misty injected the cigarette, probably with fentanyl. Um, R.I.P. Jessica Roberts funny name um (laughs) jeff and shauna then it's like the night time jeff and shauna are because this all happened i don't know if i misty let um her go after the it was like the next morning of the reunion so this is the evening post reunion jeff and shauna are watching tv she thinks they should get a cat i agree um and they invite Callie to join them Shauna's making popcorn and then we see adult Nat sitting on her bed her phone's ringing she's holding her gun and then we see Jackie outside she's cold Ty and Shauna again they're sleeping in the attic together still Ty tells Shauna to go talk to her but Shauna just goes to bed then adult Shauna while she's making popcorn news breaks about Adam Martin's disappearance Callie's obviously suspicious Simone and Sammy are stopping by the house to grab supplies. He goes upstairs to his room to grab toys, and she goes to the basement to get a suitcase that she left down there. She sees blood coming from a vent, so she goes into the vent to, like, a crawl space or something, and she finds, like, a weird altar thing with the symbol from the wilderness written in blood, biscuits, head, and heart, and Sammy's doll manny like it's just the creepiest thing ever and she screams um and this is intercut with ty winning the election so it's kind of implied that this sacrifice won her the election i don't really know it's all very creepy r.i.p biscuit he deserves better we see nat preparing her gun then we see jackie she's outside and 
Shauna comes to apologize, invites her inside. They're all waiting for her. Um, they wrap her in blankets, give her hot chocolate. They're like, where did you get this? It's all very weird. Like, there's, you know, um, feels very unnatural. Then they all say, we love you, Jackie, at the same time. The vision is kind of blurred. Um, Shauna says, you're the best friend I've ever had. You know that, right? Which is exactly what Jackie said to Shauna in the pilot episode. Then Jackie sees Laura Lee, which is when it's very clear that none of this is real. And a guy who presumably is the guy from the cabin because he looks really creepy. Um, and she's like, he's like, it's not like we've been, I don't know what he says, but he says something creepy. Um, and then Shauna wakes up and notices it snowed and looks out the window and runs out and tries to shake Jackie awake, realizes that Jackie um, has frozen to death. Ty comforts Shauna as she cries over, as she sobs over Jackie's body. It's a very, very sad scene. Um, then we see adult Natalie going to shoot herself. Um, and someone knocks down her door and takes her. She's yelling. Meanwhile, her former sponsor leaves a voicemail that we hear while she's being kidnapped. Um, and she's like, I was trying to look into Travis's bank account. I think somebody's following me. Who the fuck is Lottie Matthews? And then the episode ends with Lottie making a sacrifice at like an altar. It's the bear's heart. Van and Misty are behind her, and she says, Versailles le song me." I mean, she says something in French that says, which I googled, it says, spill the blood, my beautiful friends, or something like that, and let the darkness set us free. But it rhymes when she says it in French. It says, face, oh God, I took French in high school. Face, I don't know, I suck at French too. Well, damn it, Jackie, try not to. Me right now. Versailles le song me, me, and let the darkness set us free. And that's how the episode ends. And that's how season one of Yellow Jackets ends. This episode is going to be so long because I went on and on and on. And it's literally three in the morning and I have to start editing this. So it'll probably be out Sunday evening. I'm going to try to finish editing this in the morning. Um, but I'll try to get a little bit of this done, the editing. Um... But if there's a lot of pauses or weirdness, I, I'm I'm going to do minimal editing on this because I want to get it out somewhat quickly. And I did put a lot of effort and time into the actual note taking and all of this. So um, those are my thoughts. It's going to be a long episode, so I'm not going to go on much longer. If you liked my thoughts on this, please follow me wherever you listen to podcasts. Follow my social media for updates. Next week will be a Vanderpump Rules episode, but the following week, episode 32, will be Yellow Jackets Season 2 Deep Dive. Um, I'm going to start re-watching that as soon as this episode's edited, so I can hopefully not be delayed in my recording and editing of that episode. And the Vanderpump Rules episode should be out at my normal time, Friday the ninth so thank you so much genuinely thank you so much for listening if you've tuned in um and i love yellow jackets 
I post about it a lot on my TikTok. If you want to have a dialogue about yellow jackets, anything, please let me know. Um, yeah, I feel like in the season two stuff, I'll, I'll, I'll dive a lot more into like my theories on like what happens next or like, you know, I, I feel like a lot of the things that I had questions about at the end of season one, it's like, I, I have very different perspectives after season two. So once I wrapped up like that deep dive, I'll get a lot more into like my thoughts, my theories, all of that. If I didn't do enough of that, I feel like I, I touched on it a little bit, but I wanted to touch on my theories and like pick up on Easter eggs without giving up too, giving away too much of season two in case you're listening to this and you've never seen Yellow Jacket season one and you just stumble upon this and you listen and you check it out and then you decide to watch. Like I, I didn't want it to be too informed by season two even though it was but anyways thank you so much for listening um follow me wherever you listen to podcasts rate and review any feedback i do check check my message requests on instagram if you want to dm me um i reply to comments on tiktoks all the time any and any and all thoughts are much appreciated thank you thank you thank you um apologies for the delay in this episode but everything should be normal from here on out hopefully Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Bye.